episode number 65 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So Tom, you're almost outside in your garden, but you're clearly just kind of dabbling with that idea in the, the bright or the bright <laughs> sunny day that is the Costa del Aberdeen or Cults, wherever you live now. Um, and, we, are, uh, we are two very different people right now. You're sat there outside on a bench at your house, beer in hand, shorts and t-shirt, and I'm sat inside in jeans and a shirt straight back from work. I mean, that's... <laughs> paternity sounds pretty good now, mate. Pater- do you know what? Paternity's finished. This is an annual leave week. Oh. So uh, I can't even take advantage of paternity anymore, you know? But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I still class it as paternity leave, so... Uh, but I'm taking, yeah, taking advantage of the the warm weather. I mean, it's been. Oh, I was in I was in Forest we, myself, Debbie, and uh, we we man Logan. We were we were visiting the the Greg mum and Granny and Granda, Granny and Granda Greg, and <laughs> nice. it was 35 degrees Celsius or 34 anyway. That's Forest. crazy, mate. Absolutely uh, crazy. And it's about that. That's not about that. Now it's maybe about 23 outside in the garden. But just as I'm speaking to you right now, Tom, guess what's happened? It's raining. Started raining, hasn't it? Oh dear. So uh, I, I, we might have to. We're gonna have to cut this short anyway. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll, we can, cr- tell you we can what, crack on. If, if you need to do an emergency pause, we can do that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you about that if, if we have to. But I'm gonna take advantage of the sun whilst whilst it's here. So, my last day of leave. Eh? So on the note of sun, then. So I guess this is something that most listeners will uh, will sympathise with this this week. We've both been doing it. We've both been out running and training in the heat. I had a pretty rough session on Wednesday in the heat. How how's it been for you this week? Getting your miles and getting your long runs in in a hot week. And what is? I mean, the gingers are of Scotland. Are, I mean, you can, you're heat mate. You need you be careful with that thing. <laughs> you can see it as bright bright as a I don't know. It's it's definitely looking like a lobster today. I tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've got my good old straw hat on, as you can nice. tell, with my M M&M and M headphones, looking the part. Um, <laughs> But, uh, I mean, yeah, it's been... In fact, you know what? I'm going to have to pause you there, Tom. It's starting to prop my pot. Okay, right, we're back again, folks. Uh, sorry about that. I had to, to change location because of the, the rain. So it's been absolutely glo- glorious the, the whole week until now. Uh, it's still really warm, mind you. So anyway, I'm rambling on. But I tell you what, the, my training this week, again, has, has been, it's been pretty good. What I've been doing is I had two weeks on, I suppose, uh, on the bounce in terms of, of good volume in, in, in the elevation invert, but uh, I've kind of toned it down this week and for one for one particular reason. You know what reason that is, Tom? The showdown. The showdown. The, the, <laughs> the, taper, the taper is on <laughs> for the good old Ben Rinnis. I'm, I'm, flattered. I'm flattered that you think you need to taper down to oh, face do. me on, <laughs> on your own turf. Hill your racing. Turf, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I need to. I need all the help I can get these days. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I, what what I was saying. Well, no, I haven't said it at all yet. But for the for the actual race, I just want to have a. You know, sometimes if you do an, a session, you kind of don't want to be always tired for it. You want to be yeah. a, moderately fresh for it. So I've, I've I did a wee nine miler this morning, uh, and I did about nine ten miles yesterday, but. Just a bit more hills, but today has been a little bit uh, easier, um, less less vertical, I suppose, and um, just much easier on the trails. So uh, I just wanted tomorrow to be a good hard effort for um, just in, in you know as a as a good long. I would class it as a tempo run. I mean, 40 miles as a tempo isn't going to 
it's not going to be mm. quite like that, but it'd just be good to have a good good session there in the yeah. hills and, and it, it looks a, a good route, mate. I mean, five was it five tops? But uh, it's five tops, but I mean, it's only three One, tops. Uh, okay, as you go, you only I, go up out and back. Yeah, there's uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's the I think it's well, you've obviously got Ben Rennes and you've got the is it the convoys they call it or something? Little convo and Mikkel convo. That's the guys, yeah. So, but I tell you what, it's it's not bad. I mean, you, I mean, the the climb is five. Its distance is fourteen miles. The climb is fifteen hundred meters, five thousand feet of gain, uh, and the record, geez, oh, oh, Lennon, oh, Lennon, the Carnethy last year smashed the record in one fifty three. So fourteen miles, fifteen hundred meters of climb, ocha. So, yeah, uh, that's, so that that's, that's going to be a that's going to be a toughie that. Um, but I, yeah, it'll be it'll be good fun. That's a, uh, just to to have a wee a wee bash in the heather, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so, it looks yeah, it'll be good. Hopefully, it's not. Hopefully, it cools off a wee bit as well. Because if that had been this week in that thirty degree heat, that would have been brutal. It would have been savage, uh, in fact. Oh, it would have been. I mean, yeah, it'd be. It, it's it can be. It's quite exposed as well. The race. It's not. Um, there's no. There's not really any shelter amongst the trees. You know, there's no no trees really. It's just. Fairly, uh, fairly heathery, and and that that's about it. But tomorrow, Tom, you'll be pleased to know, uh, there's rain all day. Lovely. Heavy <laughs> rain and a gentle breeze. However, Ooh. the weather, the forecast is due to be around 20 degrees. Ooh, heavy rain. That'll be interesting. I mean, it says heavy rain, but I mean, looking at the the, the forecast, between six and eleven, it's heavy, and then it's just a kind of light rain from from sort of eleven onwards. So I think we should be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, make sure you've got your studs on tomorrow, dude. Interesting. So, I mean, as I said it last week, I'm looking, for me, 2.15. I think looking at, I'll start. I'm getting a feel for it now. I think I can. I think a 2.15 would be a, a solid run for me. So, I'm thinking to myself, I'm only out. It's, 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 not, even a, it's not even a marathon distance in terms of duration of length. You know, it's it's, it's going to be a long one, two, two, Tom's, two hours. Uh, but, but, Tom's playing it down already. Ah, it's only 40 miles. You know, it's not even marathon do you know what you said, I, park, wow yeah. i went out last week last week and i did uh I did 17 miles over glentana and i was goosed mate absolutely goosed yeah. and that was like not even that was about half the elevation we're going to do tomorrow so oh, this is okay. i'm it's uh this is i'm the thing is well said for me anyway it was about putting myself out of my comfort zone i'm really looking forward to it I think it's going to be yeah it'll be good i'm really i'm really up for it actually we quite now, uh, now i'm fun. gonna i'm gonna point out something here right and i, I might have given you a little prompt in the notes but uh ben when showdown is tom sandbagging or not so last week you you, you pointed or two weeks ago you pointed out top three podium what get a podium last week is <laughs> nah 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 top 10 top 10 and, and maybe uh you know aim for a time of potentially around about 215 now if you get a podium tomorrow tom there's going to be a lot of call-outs from the listeners. There will so be. You are you are clearly sandbagging. Well, let me talk to my logic, right? My logic is I've looked at old results like the last three, four years, and guys that I'm running similar times to on the road are running two two ten to two fifteen, and they're coming in between I don't know tenth and twentieth. So that really that is a hundred percent where my logic has come from. I look at the you need to go two hours to to podium on this thing. Like look at last year, Espy one fifty four second. 
I'm not running 154 in a course like that. I mean, you, you, you got you, you hill boys have got legs. This is you got to remember. I'm an absolute novice hill runner here. Look at that. He's, he's getting his excuses out, folks. Hey. No, it's not excuses. I, there's no excuses. I've put in the graft. I've been. I did. I did 7,000 feet last week, so I'm putting well, in the. I'm putting in the graft. But I'm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you feel slightly better, right? So I did it in 2013. Was the last time I did it, right? Now, okay. my time was 2:06:24. Now that time. That time's one of the slower times for the win. Uh, Findlay Wild, the or Stuart Whitley, the following year, around about 206, 204, 15, 16, 204. Uh, Andy Fallas, two two hours dead. Owen Lennon last year, 153. So there you go. Now I I think when when I did it that year, now I think you would have been potentially in the top three or the top four with a 215. I could be wrong, but I think you you wouldn't you would uh, be yeah. far off there. I've got it up here. Yeah, you would be in third. Third was two eleven. Fourth was two fifteen. There you go. So so there's a so top ten. If that's the the field, and again another another little. Uh, I mean, you don't know who's going to turn up. It does, in, it, in the place, it, exactly but, depends who like, shows. Exactly, but it's some of the some of the years it's been a Scottish Championship league counter. Hence why the, there's such ah, varied. right. Varied, yeah. So hence why it's been such variability with the results. So one year, I mean, in 2011, there was 150. Uh, last year, there was, uh, or two years ago, I think there was like 70, 80 runners. So you're probably talking, it's not a Scottish Championship Hill race this year, but um, you're probably talking about 80 runners, I would say. 80 to 100 runners uh, tomorrow. Okay. So so there's a wee, there's a, I mean, but again, you, that mix of runners, you, you just never know who's going to be there. But uh, yeah. I think some of the some of the people I know who might be coming is uh, our, our man Sasha Chetland. Is he he's potentially going to be there? I think is he? That's I've heard on on the grapevine. I mean that's uh who that would be a serious talent to see there. Oh yeah, uh, and yourself obviously, um, and uh, John Newsom. I think John Newsom's come might be is he? popping along. Yeah, oh, John is uh, an, an animal. Um, but I think he did it last year, and I think he had a a wee bit of a a wee bit of a, a hiccup with the with the I don't know why, but um, but yeah, anyway, he's but I think he's training for the the young Frau marathon. Is he interesting? <laughs> oh, that's cool. I thought it'd be a good a good run for him. I tell you what, I think it's going to be a really good training run for you. I know you're going to run it as a, you're going to race it, but you know. F- a big elevation, two-hour two hour effort. I mean, that's that's what you want at the moment, surely. Exactly. Now, I'm going to rewind back to last Saturday. So I ended up uh, doing the Tom the Bat hill race. Now, you're probably like, what the hell is Tom the Bat and where the hell is I've, Tom I've, the Bat? I've, I've heard from someone who was at the Tom the Bat oh, hill race. Oh, of course you have. I, I, that. But anyway, the, a, a wee child beat me. Uh, your man, Joe Wright, who's, who's uh, been... We've talked about him in results in the past now. He's the guy. Yeah. So we rewind about a month. He's the guy who who just beat me at. Uh, I say just beat me. He went past me on the descent on uh, Presendai. Well, there you go. So I mean, yeah. if he beat me and he just went past you, there's there's an opportunity, Tom, for you know short, that shorter that... race. <laughs> but I mean, it was a great run from Joe. Now I've done the Tom the Bat uh, Hill race. I think it was about 15 years ago. Now we were just uh, you know at a loose end. What will we do today? I'll, I'll do a wee training run. Uh, you know. Tom the Bats and Tom Tom and Tyrell, the the highest town in Scotland, folks, in Britain, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, we decided to head along uh, myself, Logan, and, and Debbie. And um, I just uh, you know did it as a, a session. It's only half an hour of the race, it's three and a half miles. But I mean, 
running up and down trackless trails or a trackless trails is not even a thing, is it? But uh, you know, a, a, a track a trailless route isn't my cup of tea in the the heather. Now I'm, I'm making my excuses like like Tom did earlier. Uh, <laughs> but um, you go up to the top of the hill. Now you're going up this massive, like not a massive, it's just a wee, it's not a big hill, but it's big enough to to fuel the the burn in your quads. And there's no trail, like you're just going through all this heather. And uh, you get to the top, and you just you pick your you follow the flags, but there's no trail, and you run all the way down. So I I got to I think I was. I think there's a guy just ahead of me. I ended up going the wrong way slightly um, at, the, at the start, but uh, I, I soon realised and headed back. So I think I got to the top uh, with, with one of the other runners who was just ahead of me. Uh, he had to go up and down, up, down, up, down. Um, got to the top, ran down, felt okay, felt I was running okay down the hills, or jumping up and down all this hair stuff. And... Uh, this wee man comes past me, fleeing past me, and I'm like, Jesus, who the hell are you? And just like, you know, like not a care in the world with, with what's underneath his feet, you know, like, you know the deer you see yeah. running about? Exactly like that, you know? And then there's this really, really steep bit. Now, I don't know what it was, but the, the boy Joe, I mean, he literally just sprinted down it on his feet. And I looked at that going, if I run down that on my feet, I am going to fall. I'm going to roll down that wow. hill. So I end up sliding down in my ass. <laughs> and I could see all these other runners started coming past me. And I was like, nah, I'm not risking this. No way. And uh, and then I got to the trip. There was like a, a kind of fire track trail for a bit. And then I got ready to go back up half halfway up the hill. And uh, I just, I, I managed to catch up with everyone again. I went past everyone. I was in the lead, had a bit of a gap, not a huge gap. And then I ran down the, the heather again. And uh, and then got passed by by Joe, uh, but it was only Joe this time, and and he got a good gap on me when it when it when it got to the runnable section. I tried to close him, didn't close him in time before we got to the games field, and he uh, I think he beat me by about three or four, maybe five seconds or something. So okay, oh tight then, blame so it. Was, oh, tight. it was tight. Yeah, it was. Um, but it was. Do you know what? Like, I mean, usually you think. Oh, disappointed I didn't beat him, blah blah blah. But I really enjoyed just racing and, and yeah. just enjoying the just something that was slightly out of my comfort zone compared to maybe in the past. It's, it's been something I would relish. But uh, but yeah, it was it was a it was it was definitely a good training run. Um, it just also when I when I when I was running when he ran past me in the final descent. I was trying to watch how he was running. I think he's an orienteer, so he's probably it's right. You know, it's up. It's it's probably the stuff that he enjoys doing, mm. um, and I must say, if he gets his uphill climbing, if he nails that in the next few years, he's going to be a talent in terms of the hill running, see the hill racing. Uh, Joseph, Joseph Wright, you say? Joseph Wright, yeah, Joseph yeah. Wright, cool. uh, so he's only watch. Uh, yeah, and talking about one to watch, uh, we are going to also have an interview, folks, today, um, or we've had it in the past. Oh I, yeah caught up with Jacob Adkin uh, this week and during my paternity leave and um, the, the current European mountain running champion so a, a real treat for you folks so uh, stay tuned and once we've rambled on we'll, 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 we'll give you the best bit of the show Absolutely, uh, we've yeah. got quite a good actually, so we've got the good and the bad of Scottish Athletics this week, we've got the good we've got Jacob, the, the shining star at the moment of Scottish Athletics in terms of certainly in terms of mountain running We've got the bad. We've got the news about Luke Trainer's uh, statement this week, which we'll come on to. So yeah, it's uh, what a week it's been in the world of oh, running in Scotland. It, cer- it certainly has, hasn't it? And um, yeah, so 
yeah, quite a lot to talk about. But Indeed. one thing, one thing we're going to do is we're going to try and keep this show to a, a, a minimum, folks, because uh, we want to make sure that the, the the time of of the sound cloud doesn't run out. Um, if you have if you have it over two hours, I think it cuts out. So yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah we'll, point, we'll yeah. try and try and keep it keep it short, folks, short and sweet, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll chat more next week, no doubt. So, uh, so yeah. Anyway, I think Tom, that probably sums up my week. It's been it's been fairly uh, good, good set, good couple of sessions in. Uh, nice, you know, fairly low key the last couple of days. Easier week. Uh, lots of climb. And, did you uh, not go up Loch Nagar one day? Was that last uh, week? Uh, yes, I did. I think did we not chat about that? I think we did. I remember that was last that was week. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. I haven't done any big runs this this week yet, mm-hmm. but just the odd sort of. You know, maybe 10, 15, 20 miles of 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 of, uh, of running each day. So it's been good. Yeah. What about you then? How's your week been? My week's been my week's been pretty good. I've had a hugely busy week at work, but I've I've kept I've managed to get the runs in, which is good. And nothing to be honest, nothing to write home about. A lot, you know, a lot of standard six to eight mile runs. I got a set. I went up the Hill of Fair on Wednesday. I was on the way. It worked out really well, actually. On Wednesday, I, had a, I finished work. I had to go to a, uh, I didn't have to, but I wanted to. I was going to a barbecue with some uh, work colleagues, and I was thinking, shit, how am I going to get my run in? And it was in Bangor. I thought, well, do you know what? Hill Affair is on the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, so I, can get, I got a shower at this barbecue, which was great. So, drop leave work, stopping at Hill Affair, did uh, some cheeky hill reps up there, which was, uh, you know, we talked about the weather. It's just, I got out of the car, and you know when you feel generally fatigued? Because oh, of just like no, no. being at work, it was hot, and uh, I got out of the car and I thought I can't be asked. I really can't be asked this. And part of me wanted to get. I thought I'm just going to get back in the car and go for go to this barbecue. And I thought, all right, I'll do something. And then I started. I thought I'm just going to go for a run here. Screw the hill reps. And then actually, I got I got like a mile and a half, and I thought, oh, don't be a pussy. So then I did. I was like, maybe I'll cut them short. Of course, I did them all. But it's amazing oh, how you can geez. just you just got to get. I, honestly, I've it's a long time since I've been that felt that like uninspired and I think it was just it's hot uh we're still without curtains so I still like <laughs> still got like anyway so it's like I was just I was thinking oh this is this is grim but, I, do you know, but to rewind further though Sunday I did a I went up as I mentioned at the start went up and ran over Hill, uh Glen Tanner and that was a great run really uh really nice you, you'll run part of that I guess for the illuminator I have I have that I have um, lovely place so- to run it's great. So did you did, did you run towards Mount Keen or did you just do a you know so run I around in, the trails around there? I so I parked up in uh, a boy just in front of the boat the boat in and then I ran over the bridge over the D then just straight out the back of Burst and then uh-huh. around the trails is it what's it called the wee hill um, Modi Beg out the back Modibeg. of Modi Beg I think it's called out the back uh, we we hill out the back of uh, Burst sort of so not the Mount Keen not the Mount Keen trail and I did a long loop which brought me back to the the Glentana Visitor Centre, then I went back up over the hill again. But what was quite cool about the run is I saw these signs, I didn't think much of it. There's this, um, I can't remember the name of it, this bird that's kicking about there. This bird? Yeah, this bird, not that type of bird. <laughs> Settle down. Um, it's called, uh, let me, people People are going to know this. The, the Capercaillie. 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 Uh-huh. So, and I've never seen a Capercaillie. So I saw this sign, and I'll be honest, I was like, the, ta- the track I was going on the tr- was not closed, but the- one of the trails next to it was for the Capricale. But on mine it said, watch out for the Capricale. And I'm thinking, I don't know, actually, I actually can't remember what a Capricale is. I know it's a bird of some description, but or a, it's a grouse. It's like yes. a, it's essentially a big grouse. But they and, attack uh, you. 
Well, exactly. I didn't realize that at the time. I was like, I'll be fine. You know, keep an eye out for this thing. I assumed it was for their safety, not for my safety. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I d- unfortunately didn't see any Capricalis and uh, I, c- I cracked on. But I've since looked at some pictures and they're absolute monsters. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I went for a run with James Espy and, and James warned me about them. Like, he was freaking out. Oh, you've got to watch a Capricorn, Kyle. Sorry, James, if you're listening, that's not as maybe a bad interpretation that's a great, of his that's accent. A, a great impression. <laughs> and he, he was freaking out. He was like, oh, you've got to watch it. And he, he got attacked by it. Um, really? So, uh, so, yeah, so, you know, watch yourselves, folks. If you go to Glentana, watch those scary Capricorn. And I think it's when they're in breeding season as well. Now, I ah, think right. it could be at the moment breeding season for the Capricorn. Do you know Capricale in Capricale is Gaelic and it, it translates to Great Cock of the Wood? <laughs> well, there you go. So uh, you'll you'll see it if you have it. What what better way to or what better thing to entice into the Glentana Forest? Then? Absolutely. So it was a good run. It was like seventeen miles, two and a half thousand feet, and it was um, it was good. I'm, I'm finding I'm much. Do you know, on the slightly longer climbs, I can sustain it more. My legs, my calves are not giving up as much as they used to be. So I'm, I am feeling much stronger and fitter on these climbs. But it's, uh, I really, I really enjoyed it. But part of me was just like, give me a tarmac road, give me six, give me ten miles at marathon pace. <laughs> you know, that's what that's. Uh... Uh, well, so what's going to happen after tomorrow? What's uh, what's on your radar after that? Are you, are you going to start, you know, weaning away from from hills again, or are you going to? continue it as part of your your marathon prep or i've been thinking me, about that tell me things i think i'm gonna go so amsterdam is 12 weeks out from as of next week i'll have 12 weeks i'm gonna i'm gonna do the great Aberdeen run and we can talk about that in future episodes on the yeah. build-up and i'm but i'm gonna try and do what i did last year was i was pretty much alternating um the you know the work that i was doing with robbie i was alternating a marathon pace session and then a, a like a long 22 generally easy-ish and on and off-road what am I and I was doing that around like Hazelhead County Swells and stuff up here which is for listeners not from Aberdeen is sort of pretty benign trails around uh, around Aberdeen and I actually might look at doing those doing more hill runs so doing like two and a half hour three hour runs in the hills when I'm not doing marathon pace because I, I do enjoy getting out yeah, yeah you know yeah. The, I've, I've had some really enjoyed some of the running I've been doing this summer so you know we'll, we'll see and actually speaking of the running we were doing this summer one one highlight you and I are run round up uh, up Mount Bathing, we saw that's the the tractors. I've seen them again. I saw a sign yeah. on the way out to Bancrave for this barbecue I talked about. I saw a sign for the, the D side. What's it called? The D side. DBHC or something, isn't I, it? Vintage and something. Anyway, and there was a bunch of tractors on the road driving around. Now, I like, don't think we guys. spoke. I don't think we spoke about that and told people what happened. So we. Got... Uh, so basically, they they. Uh... Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, did you? Am I here? Can You're you here, yeah. Go, go for it, yeah. I just Crack got a on. message saying, "Have you hit mute?" <laughs> oh no, that was from ages ago. Oh, was it? All right, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the tractors. Now the tractors were. We were chatting about the tractors ages ago. Now we we found out they were on a pilgrimage, weren't they? Yes, they were. We didn't tell people about that. I don't think. Um, but they they fit. We we got them on Facebook, and uh, they ended up saying to us, "Have uh, you got any photos?" That you can share with us. So I think we we shared some of the photos of of Tommy and I just uh, going crazy <laughs> when we saw the tractors coming out of the mist. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And uh, I I think it was to it was in in uh, in aid of someone in, in memory of someone. I, I think, think so. Yeah. Uh, 
It's an annual so, ride they do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. But anyway, we're we're totally rambling on. We're as totally rambling on. We are. So in the spirit yeah. of time, then I had a good week. I've had a, this week's been pretty quiet, but racing tomorrow, so that's fine. And then next week, I'll I'll kind of paint the picture of what's coming now that I'm uh, the hill race is done. Ah, exciting, folks. Stay tuned. Now, also to to ensure that we keep a track of of our training. Uh, we also want to keep a track of our, our listeners' training too. So we've created a Strava group. Um, so if you haven't already joined it, now I can't believe we've got 100. And, I think we've got about 140 runners who've joined the, the Strava wow. club. Uh, so it's the Tartan Running Shorts Strava Tartan Running Shorts podcast Strava club. So if you haven't already joined, get get yourself uh, signed up to it. All you have to do is click join, I think, and that's you signed up and. Uh, I don't really know what we're going to do with the club yet, but we need to do something with it. Eh? Yeah, we do. We should. We can maybe create some challenges or something. It's quite interesting looking at the group, who's in it, and who's and who who's bossing some big miles. That's quite interesting. Uh, maybe that's that. maybe that's what we'll do. We'll just uh, do a, a rundown of uh, who's got the top the top distance elevation and time. See who's doing their se- see who's uh, slacking. See who's not putting in the effort. Eh? Yeah, exactly. That's, but what, uh, what, that's interesting. What I will say is, like, I mean, this I could be completely wrong here, but there's definitely a correlation between top level athletes at the top end. Um, I say top level, like higher performing ones, running more miles than perhaps people who are at the middle of the pack and maybe even further back in the pack. Would Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And I think, well, I think if you, so I've, I'm looking at it now, I think what's quite interesting is distance is one good measure, but running time is a good one as well, you know, to see who is, we talked about this before of yeah. hours in a week, because if someone is running slower is maybe is not going to probably have the same time or, or maybe be able to handle to run the, you know, what I, I say big mileage, it's all relative. So it's quite interesting if you look at it per the time, like for example, last week on the, the TRS group, we had uh, John Hammond, 105 miles, Neil Renault, 105 miles, and Dave Andrews, 98 miles at the top of the leaderboard. But, that, eh? but in total running time, it was a jogger. It was Kyle Gregg, did 14 and a half hours. <laughs> so, was. you know, it, it all balances out. I, I did, you know, I didn't create the group because I was at the top <laughs> of the leaderboard. Do you know, I was in, until everyone started joining the group, and that pushed me right down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but I tell you what, John Hammond, like, geez, oh, he's fairly, he's got 81 miles already. Yeah, I, you know, I actually find, I find it quite depressing looking at Strava groups because you think when you think you're having a good week and you look at someone else and you think, Jesus Christ, someone like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, you know, me, I'm an 80, 90 mile guy a week, and I, yeah. I, I think that's a big, I, for me, I'm like, a good mileage, good week. When I look around and see folk I'm trying to compete with who are running. 90 to 100 I'm like oh, Jesus Christ <laughs> it doesn't do, it, it totally depresses you I mean totally. I, uh, I've i got 97 miles for the week now I I took a, um, a, a, a what's the word a, a leaf out of someone's page or a leaf, no a leaf out of someone's book is that right something yeah. like that um, and uh, didn't go to 100 because I thought going to 99 miles is too is cooler than than, than doing 100 miles but then yeah. I thought I did 99 miles. I only did 97. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not cool. 
So I was miles out of the the hundred mark. I tell you what, yeah. you did a lot of you did a lot of vert though, seventeen thousand feet, which is, what is what, well, top, of the, top of the leaderboard. So I my coach Lewis was round at the weekend, and we were chat, we were actually watching the London anniversary games, and I'm gonna we're gonna mention that uh, during during the session, and um, and you know we we chatted about what my gate my goals were and um, and what I should be doing in terms of training. So uh, eight thousand to ten to eight to ten thousand meters of climb. I'm looking to do in the, the next kind of upcoming couple of weeks before the UTMB and and to hit you know to hit a decent decent volume of, of miles and about a hundred for that as well. So I tell you what, I mean, you look at my average pace now. My average pace is eight fifty seven a mile. Now it just shows you. Now I'm not mm. saying you should look at pace, but really, and, and Jacob will mention this as well when when you hear his interview. Throw your watch away, folks. You know, or don't look at your pace when you're going up hills and trails and stuff, because there's absolutely no need for it. Because um, unless you compare a gradient and it's the same conditions or the same trail that you go up and down each time, there's no way in hell it's it's going to do anything for you. If yeah. you're going to do it, then you know, think think about if you use pace as an as a level of effort, use your heart rate or use um your perceived uh, level of effort rather than actually um, the, the exertion that you're running at rather than actual you know speed when you're going on trails and elevation because it's got no resemblance at all to to what you're to, to what you're doing really so yeah. Uh, so yeah anyway so let's uh, let let's so Strava, on, yeah. Strava club folks get yourself signed up to it um, and uh, yeah we'll, we'll chat about that no doubt in the, 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 the during the show so there we go, folks. Um, right, so what else do we have then, Tom? We have, uh, we're have we going to chat about um, the, the Luke Trainer thing. Yeah. So do well, you want, do well, you want, should we go with the interview first? Well, Give the yeah, listeners like, what they want. I, I think that would be a cracking idea. So so I got I got the opportunity to speak to Jacob um, at, during the week, as I mentioned. And what an interview it was. You know, really insightful, great guy. Um just absolutely loves the sport. Great, just great to hear about his career and his progression in the last, you know, few years. And uh, yeah, and like I said before, he's uh, he's now the European, he's a European mountain running champion, and uh, and that's you know that's no mean feat to do that. And yeah, a real real uh, great interview. So here we go, Jacob Atkin. Off the back of winning the European Mountain Running Championships in Zermatt earlier this month, we have one of the UK's exciting and emerging talents in the mountain running scene to talk to us, all things running. So welcome, Jacob Atkin. I think, I'm hoping I've pronounced your name right. Uh, I usually do a right cock-up of it, so I'm hoping uh, that's... No, yeah. that's perfect. That was perfect, yeah. yeah. Hello. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Oh, no, absolutely. Well, it's great to have you on, Jacob. And, and I believe you're also uh, a fan of TRS as well. The, uh, you, you started listening, I, I hear. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a few months ago now, yeah, yeah. Um, so not from the start, but um, I'm, I slowly try to catch up and dip in and out of uh, a few when I when I can. So um, I'm definitely caught up to the most recent one now and enjoying it. 
Brilliant. Well, like I said before, um, I would probably skip the first 20 or 30 episodes and <laughs> just listen to the interviewees rather than Tom and I's uh, rambling of, of such. So. Ah, but they're the best ones. Yeah, that's where you learn. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I, well, if, I'm, if, I, if you're taking things from me and, and you're winning, you know, these big races, then then I'm, you know, I think my job's done, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've been informative. Yeah. Brilliant. I love it. <laughs> so Informative so and fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sitting in um, I'm sitting in Afford right now, and it's 25 degrees Celsius. Now I believe you're also in France, and uh, you're you're doing a lot of traveling. In, in in whilst you're traveling, you're doing amazing in terms of your performances. So where in France are you just now, then, Jacob? Uh, in Chamonix. Oh, you're um, in Chamonix right now, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so right. obviously, I've been interested in your UTMB uh, prep and uh, hopes and dreams. Well, do you know what? A lot of these questions I'm going to ask you is, is or might might actually help me then. <laughs> um, <laughs> no doubt. So this could be. You, just... You've been out here before, I guess. I have. Yeah, I've been out. Yeah. Oh god, it must have been about a few years ago now. And um, with a guy called Barney Phillips, who she's a last last Wade runner. Um, he's not running as much now, but we went out, and it was a week before the UTMB, and that was kind of like my first real experience of proper mountain running and, and seeing everyone do these crazy runs and the vertical kilometre. So now, now you're, who, who best to speak to than the, the actual champion of, <laughs> of the Chamonix vertical kilometre? So uh, yeah, yeah. So what's that like then? Because I never actually ran that, but um, I know, I've got a feeling that Tom's looking to run it. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, okay. That, so I don't think Tom would be able to do it because it's... Um... It's in the week, the Mountain de Mont Blanc week, which was back in June. Yeah, okay. But, but, but a UTMB year doesn't actually happen there. Yeah, but he, so, I suppose he could wreck it, so I think he's, he's just oh, excited. Yeah, definitely, yeah, you wreck it, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's fairly simple to get to. You go from the square, so it starts in the square, and it's time trial start. Um, and so it starts at, like, the first person goes off about 4 p.m. Yeah. And then the last person off about half seven. Um, so yeah, there's a good good number of people doing it. Um, they actually had to because it was the this year there was uh, the heat wave that covered a lot of Europe and yeah. um, uh, affected the a lot of the race and stuff. So they had to delay the start so that the hill was in the shadow at night. Okay. So that mm-hmm. uh, you had to carry more uh, um, or water, whereas before you didn't have to. Ah right. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, so time trial start, uh, one off every like 30 seconds or so. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, heads up on the road, quite a steep road actually. It's probably the worst bit of the start actually. So. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> oh. advise Tom to take it if he's, yeah, going for a good time. Take oh, he's, he's, slightly, yeah, I think he's already scoped out your start. time. Say again? I think he's already scoped out your, your time. Does he? Uh, <laughs> what, 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 what did you do it in again? What was it? Was... Uh, this year it was... Uh, well, uh, just over 35 minutes. Right, okay. And you, um, you also won it last year as well, didn't you? Yeah, that yeah. was that was quicker last year. Yeah, um, just obviously better conditions and things. It was slightly better conditions, yeah. yeah. Um, and there was a bit less people on the course, so it's okay. quite a tight course. Yeah. Um, so the path's really narrow, um, just winding all the way up, which goes under the under the cable car. Yeah, okay. All the way up to Planfra. Oh, right. Um And then, yeah, near the top, actually, there's a bit of... Um, 
cool bit of like scramble and like iron chains and uh, rungs you have to climb up over the rock and things. Oh, brilliant! Uh, so it's quite, it's quite like one. It's quite challenging because once you're obviously near the top, you're starting to really like feel the fatigue, and then your legs getting wobbly. And if it's hot, then you you're feeling a bit dizzy and lightheaded as well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you've got to like climb with your hands as well, and and you kind of on like on vertical rock, and you're like, oh no, don't fall here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so yeah, it's a tough finish, but yeah, um, super yeah. good fun. And like everyone, like if you're passing people or they're passing you, there, everyone says like, like encourages each other as, as you go along. So it's a really good atmosphere, and and the top's really good. And you can hear the music and the commentator from far off from the top, and it's that gives you a bit of a boost to get up there. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, definitely, yeah. Advised uh, Tom, I could, I'll be here UTMB week, so I could. Oh, yeah. Oh, brilliant. I could. Oh. I could uh, could pace each other up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that sounds great. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm sure you'll be delighted to, to uh, yeah. To, you could. Well, I'm I'm sure you'll be a jogging pace the, the pace you'll be going at compared to Tom. No, no disrespect to him, no doubt. But <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the hill train out here. Yeah, yes, he he's he's doing some hills. He's doing the Ben Rinnis hill race this weekend. Uh, and uh, I think um, yeah. I think he just wants to. What he did say to me, he uh, I think he underestimated how hard hill running was. Um, uh, yeah. and, until until he actually until he actually did it, and uh, I think he's got a lot a lot more respect for for <laughs> us mountain mountain goats, you know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we kind of like we have quiet kind of quiet confidence in that we can often um, beat the the road runners if if you like yeah. when they when yeah. they try it out and they they're a bit <laughs> act a bit cocky. But exactly. No, we 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 love it. We love it, and we like we love we love everyone getting into it running as well. We want everyone to enjoy it. So. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, well, let's go back to you then. So, I mean, you've you've not only just done hill running, you've you've done a variety of disciplines. Um, now, I, I want to point. There's a picture uh, that went out in Scottish Athletics. I think it was you at the National Cross Country Championships uh, as an under thirteen. Now, oh yeah, now, I know the one you're about. <laughs> now, was that in two thousand and nine? Was it? Uh, so... I think it was. Was it? Oh, what what year is it now? Twenty nineteen. So, if I'm twenty, uh, it'll be two thousand. Yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd, I'd have been like twelve, eleven, twelve. Right. Okay. Wow. So, so I would yeah. have been twenty. I would have been your age now. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. What well, so, you up to then? <laughs> yeah. So I'm about my thirty-three. Uh, so I, I, I no doubt would have saw you. You know, if I was if I was racing that year, and I, I just think it's an amazing picture because it just shows your your journey and um, you know how long you've been in in, in the the running scene for. So, so tell us. Yeah, I, know, about... I only came across it like last year, I think actually. So it's it's kind of, I, I, there's a throwback for me even even very very up there recently. So yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's for me. Uh, Ten years ago seems quite recent, but looking at you, you know. I, a now and a now and then picture. You're you're much different. <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, I'd hope so. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I'm le- I, I hope I'm less moody than I was in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you didn't. You didn't look like you're enjoying the uh, the cross. No, I must have. Had, I, must, I literally can't remember like the day or anything. So I, I must have had a, ba- a bad race or something. And uh, uh, yeah, I probably wasn't a nice person to be around. That <laughs> oh God. <day. laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you're, you. I'm sure you are now, no doubt. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so tell us a bit. About, well, let, let's go back to to when you started running. So, how how long have you? When did you first start then? Uh, so, ooh, when I was about 
I'd say nine or ten. Okay. So towards the end of primary school. Yeah. Um, and then like, um, like in PE and things. Those those are in back in Peebles where I'm from. There's like a local race called the Three Bridges Race. Okay. Um, so it's like a mile and a half long. Um, yeah. And every year there's like a school race. Um, so all the schools and most of the schools in the in the Scottish borders. Um, yeah. Send teams over uh, to it and 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 uh, and take part take to take part in this race and um, and that was the kind of the main main bits of running I did through PE and then getting to that team and then doing that doing that event and uh, then from there I was doing the kind of border game circuit so a bit yeah. like the Highland Games but um, just down the borders oh, uh, okay. so that's kind of grass grass tracks and. Uh, Around around the little towns in the in the yeah. borders and uh, yeah doing them and getting a bit more involved in the local club more for the runners yeah 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 um and yeah my sister was a big motor sister scout she was a, a big influence in getting me into running and then mm-hmm. later on into hill running um so yeah so I kind of wanted to follow in her footsteps a bit as well all right okay yeah I I know Scout uh, you know I've known Scout for years and uh, she was up in Aberdeen and from the the hill running scene as well uh, so yeah yeah it's uh, and she's she's also been back in back in action at Snowdon this this weekend and I think she had a great run actually but she, what, what position was she was she... yeah she was uh, fifth fifth, fifth yeah. yeah 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 she had a really good yeah yeah it was yeah. her first her first um, kind of uh, bigger race back after kind of a bit of injury and stuff yeah. and yeah. I think she was yeah, really pleased with it and uh, yeah yeah it was good to see yeah. yeah it was good to follow that race I think the last time I actually saw her was, was at the Snowden race when she was um, when I was in the team so it's uh, but yeah I, I don't know if Scout listens but uh, send send my uh Send my congratulations to her, and, uh, and I will do. I'm yeah. sure I'll, I'll see you yeah. kicking about. <laughs> no, if, if she doesn't already, but like, yeah. of course, yeah, you'd assume every Scottish athlete would listen to uh, TRS, but you, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, they do. They do. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like it's like the national the national radio for Scottish athletes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, oh well, that, so you you ran for Muirfoot then, um, and you've you've been running for for them for since I, t- I take it. You've, you've... Yeah, still, yes, yeah. So still a member. Um, uh, yeah, a bit confusing now. So I have an English club now as well in uh, Keza KC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, after living there for for a bit before coming out to Europe. So yeah. Um, yeah. So still got still got my Scottish ties. <laughs> yeah, oh, of course. And you, you also were so when you were growing up, you were obviously taking part in cross country cross country races and the borders games and all the other events there and what about so what what would you say at that time of year you you know when you when you're saying your your early teens mid-teens what was your we, we did you did you have did you have that talent straight away do you think it was nurtured or do you think it was uh what, what do you think were you talented naturally or what, what was your take on that then were you um you... i i wouldn't know i wouldn't say i was naturally talented as like obviously naturally talented um i definitely was better at, as the distance got longer yeah um okay. and there's a lot of kind of my schoolmates in primary school and going to the high school who would beat me really easily at cross-country p runs that were like two miles long or okay. yeah um so but then when it got longer than that then i started to 
that was when it kind of suited me better. Um, and yeah, I I never really saw. I never really felt like I was at the front all the time. I never was, um, yeah. and I think it was just it was just something I really wanted, enjoyed, and felt like I could get better at. And I think that was what motivated me to keep at the sport. And yeah. and a lot of that was down to the the coach I had at Morford as well, Gregor Nicholson, who who was really encouraging and and was very and still is very good at seeing a long term development of an athlete, if you okay. like. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and was really is it still is really focused on that, and as seeing athletes through the whole kind of often kind of uh, lots of ups and downs in teenage years of athletes, and uh, yeah. and getting getting athletes through that, through like kind of obviously injury free and and able to move move on into into kind of bigger performances later on. Yeah. Okay. Um. So so yeah, like I think maybe a bit of talent there, but I think consistency in training and a bit of like staying at it I think was something that helped me yeah. later on and, and up to now really yeah yeah so like I, I suppose a, a combination of of all of them really isn't it it's um you know talent just doesn't doesn't just come with with uh with no training and and hard work and and, and you know yeah. looking at your looking at your I suppose your running history and your career it's 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 a really nice story, you know, from, and, and I suppose around about the, you know, maybe 2030, a few years ago, you, it looked like you started doing more hills and, and things. And I, I think you were, you started, you know, as a junior, um, you, you took part in some of the, the international races representing um, Scotland in, yeah. in some of the events and, and doing pretty well, you know, I mean, you weren't, I, I wouldn't say you were, you were winning all the races, but you were doing you know, I knew you from the the hill running scene and and things like that. So, uh, and but you were you were doing a variety of different different things. You were doing cross country. You were doing um, you were, you were doing hills and mountain running. You were doing a bit of track ru- running as well. And uh, yeah, you're. I'm, I'm looking at your power of ten. I'm not. I'm not really. A, I'm not a complete stalker. I haven't been writing this down <laughs> so, for years. <laughs> um, yeah, don't, just don't look at my power ten. There's like. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. It's okay. I don't say times. Don't worry. I'll leave that to you. No. Is, it? <laughs> is it not like because uh, none of the a lot of the hill or mountain races don't never go on that. So it's, you're uh, right. Yeah. I mean, and, when I was um, looking at it, there was hardly any. Like, none uh, of my none of none of my kind of track or road times are particularly uh, like uh, inspiring or anything. But <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, I like I enjoy doing a lot of different things, and I did uh, still would like to do a bit of track at. Um, kind of events and I just uh, I don't do a lot of it so I think when I do do it it's, it's really something different and it's really enjoyable but yeah. um, and I love cross country like yeah definitely yeah. like to get back and, and do a lot more um, and I think it's really really good uh, kind of discipline to do and to get you um, stronger and, and a bit more mentally tough as well for, yeah. for whatever else you do in, in the sport um, so yeah I enjoy doing a good variety of stuff yeah, and so going talking about sort of some of the races that you enjoy and um, you've done well, and what do you you know in in terms of what do you think the real pinnacle? Did you ever have a pinnacle race that you you felt that was the that was the the race that has changed me to and you know doing really well and then and now being world class? What was that? Was there a race that really you were starting to think? Actually, I'm you know. I could be really good at this 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 mountain running stuff. 
Was that? Um, uh, I think the thing that spurred me on when I was still kind of younger was the um, uh, International Youth Cup, Mountain Running Youth Cup. Yeah. Um, so I was still when I was like, how old was I? Must have been 17, 16, 17. Okay. Um, so, so I was still when I was young, and but it it reinforced. I mean, I did kind of. I was I don't know, it was like eighth or something. Uh-huh. Um, so what, although it wasn't, I wasn't like podium or anything. I think it it made me realise that is the discipline that suits me, and something I can see. Obviously, with a few more years and and trying harder training and things, I could maybe improve on. Yeah. Um, and then. Kind of thinking of the long game once again to senior, and hopefully then doing more with more experience, and that eighth place could improve to a podium place. So, I think that was the kind of a a thing that motivated me in the mind, especially to to continue that that and kind of specific um, and do more specific training for that discipline. Yeah, and I think that 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 year as well, you also came sixth at the European Mountain Running Championships. I think is that is that right? Uh, oh, I might have been a year later actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so that was like a quick progression from kind of um, the youth cup to the to the next little step up at the European champs. Yeah. Um, and then again, that kind of reinforced um, in my head that that was what I wanted to do, and and I felt. Like I could have a bit more potential in that than than say track because uh, definitely not suited to definitely not got the the ability for for good running on the track anyway. <laughs> well, I'm looking at your you know let's kind of fast forward to where you are now and um, now I I think you did a 10k and, and I know the only reason I'm mentioning some of the other disciplines I think we've got a a, a real diverse uh, base of of listeners now. You did a 10k in the Musselboro one, and, and you did a 31. Now, look, going by what I see, I mean, you, you don't really do that many 10ks, and to to run that, and I'm I'm sure you weren't you weren't you know tapering for a fast 10k, but I I'd be I would be certainly interested to know what what you could run a fast you know a fast 5k 10k, and and I'm sure you probably are going by where you know the level that you're at now, but um, yeah, yeah yeah for sure like, for sure I'd want yeah definitely at some point I need to do like a proper fast five and the 10k um not many around out here that um at the moment but <laughs> chamonix um, not blessed it's it's got a i tell you what though you 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 you'll appreciate this one the the 400 meter track where you can get fast times in that that track there eh? <laughs> the first time i ran oh, yeah, it yeah, i was yeah, like sorry i get what you mean i get what you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah you should come here for your PBs. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. A- anyone who wants a PB, uh, 400 PB. It's a go- fast track. It's it is, track. yeah. It's probably the most Insta- Instagrammed um, track in- as well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, like, I mean, I think I've only been on it once. I was here last year for a month, and now I've been here for nearly two months, and I've only been on that track once. Oh, really? Um... <laughs> to be honest, it's probably not helping you much going up hills, eh? <laughs> well, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, like, yeah, so you, what, when you've got, like, amazing trails around it, then, like, like just only 200 metres away from that track, then I kind of think, oh, why are you... 
why why would you bother to yeah. run on that little little circle? Oh yeah, definitely. So right, I'm I'm gonna jump I'm gonna jump into the main event now. You know, one of the, I for me um, some I suppose some 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 people might have found it a bit of a surprise. Uh, certainly not for me to see you winning the, the European Championships, the European Mountain Running Championships. Um, but to be honest, I think you've had a you've had a fantastic string of high profile races in Europe that perhaps have gone and maybe you've gone unnoticed by some of the the UK running community now what can you tell us some of those runs because I know they're not all on power of 10 and um and you know some of them do get leaked you know I follow your account so I'm I'm keeping note of how how you're doing in those so tell us a bit about those kind of big races so some of the vertical kilometers you've been running you've you've done Zers and Al and you've done some some super super awesome races as of late so what 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 would you say? Uh, yeah, tell there's obviously the Chamonix, the vertical kilometer one. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, just tell us a bit more about some of those races. If you don't mind. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I started doing more um out here. So last year when I um stayed out in Chamonix for a month as well. Um, did uh, a race called Nearview Mollison, uh, which is in Switzerland. Yeah. Um. And uh, that's just a really uh, so a lot of the races in Europe are uphill only. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a um, yes, it's the it's a very popular and it kind of seems to be the definition of mountain running up here. Kind of a long climb um, can be from any anywhere from like ten k up to twenty plus k. So oh. uh, these are tough races and they're all really competitive and you get really good like quite often quite deep fields of them um so for example the the new v in switzerland that was the this year was the um the swiss swiss national mountain running champs okay. um so there's a lot of people who rocked up to it this year that weren't there when i did it last year um so it was super competitive and the yeah the course track was nearly broken this year okay. um uh so so yeah um that was a really good one. Um, what, a lot of the you're races fairly modest. How, how did you get on? What was your... Uh, well, this year was... What was I this year? Uh, fifth or sixth? Yep. I can't remember now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't... Uh, yeah, this year wasn't. didn't feel as good as last year. Probably uh-huh. um, a couple of things. Um, just training and etc. This what like heavy legs and type yep. that type of thing. Um uh, but like you do these just for, um, well, this year I was kind of aiming for the European champs. So the things I was doing in the lead up were obviously get me prepared for that. Yeah. Um, so uh, otherwise, last year it was more just getting more experience, experience of all these races and and the competitive fields. So mm. um, like I find I found like yeah, going out coming out here last year was a really big step stepping stepping stone into into getting kind of used to the the environment out here and yeah. and uh and those those just high class fields and proper kind of people athletes who just focus solely on mountain running yeah. and and nothing else and who spend their time altitude training and and so it's a completely kind of different atmosphere and, and vibe out here um and doing these races are a really good experience and um, so that when you get to that key race that you want to do, it doesn't seem quite as overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so so that's the the one that one in Switzerland. I've done a couple of years now, and um, yeah, really good race. And um, and all these races obviously open to 
like the, anyone who wants to do it. So there's hundreds of runners at it, and afterwards there's always like a, as you as you know yourself, there's yeah. always like a nice, a good pasta party, for oh. example, or so, yeah. and there's always always beer on tap. So it's, just, yeah. it's really really nice, really nice afterwards. Yeah. And the I, prize ceremonies take ages. <laughs> oh, of course they do. Yeah, yeah, up the top fifty, no doubt, or something. Or just uh, you know the. The, the, the kind of opening ceremony, closing ceremony, all that kind of stuff. It's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's just it's, it's a whole weekend event, yeah. isn't it? It's really, I think really it's nice. brilliant. I mean, you know, I get you know, I see some of these races that you're doing, and some of the other guys I know on the scene, and and some of the runs, the, the races I've done in, in ultras and things, and it's just it's such a they just they just love it in in Europe. They just love the mountain running scene and the the trails. They just celebrate where they live and. Yeah, culture, yeah, I'm sure. Like you, you go up and you pass in like mountain yeah. huts, and the people who are staying there, yeah. they're just out on the oh. on the kind of out on the terrace and just ringing a bell. But or yeah, yeah, handing, yeah. Out, handing out water or whatever. So they love it. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it, I mean, you look, you, you kind of when you're there, and and I'm sure this in that kind of areas, it's it, some of you know, it, it's you could you could argue it's one that not it's not the national sport, but they just they just uh, they embrace the whole thing, and I think it's great to see and you know and i don't think not all certainly not like that in in the uk but uh when you go over to europe you, you just you can tell there's a lot of guys who and girls who who would get absorbed into the sport because of of the the passion for it you know and, and yeah no yeah uh, like yeah there's like kids races a lot of the time at these yeah, yeah. at these events as well so there's like hundreds of them just sprinting up this hill. <laughs> it's really, it's really like kind of scary, actually. <laughs> How fast they go. The, yeah, they're sprinting um, up the hill, and you don't see them. You think, did they just, did they hang on to that pace today, or did they actually yeah. slow? <laughs> Some of yeah, them probably yeah. didn't didn't slow down at all, which is yeah. frightening. Yeah. Eh? But <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd done that in PE, or we were allowed to do that in PE, just like run up a hill and then hopefully come back again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, 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 some of the other performances you've you had. So last year you were in the GB team. Um, now it was the World Mountain Running Championships, and that that was was that an uphill only race? That, that yeah. Year? So that yeah, that was um, uphill only in Andorra. Yeah. So that went up to uh, oh, I forgot the name of the peak now, but it was like two thousand, two and a half thousand um, altitude as well. So that was yeah. that was a really really hot but beautiful area as well. Andorra would be um, fantastic, yeah, amazing yeah. place. Yeah, and you and you didn't. You, you had a great run there too. You were, you know, from from my my perspective anyway. And uh, you were sixth there, so that, yeah, that, that was yeah. a, a yeah. great great run for you. Um, and other ones, that the you you've also done. This, this is one of my bucket list, and I'm I'm so jealous you did this. And to get a top ten in this race is phenomenal. Uh, there's the and our one as well. No? Oh, it's an, it's an epic. You should yeah, yeah. get yourself entered. <laughs> right, well, that, noted for next year then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yes, that's in uh, three weeks' time, actually, um, uh, upcoming. So I'll be off to that one again. Um, oh, brilliant. But yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, oh, how old is it now? I think it's... Oh, I don't want to say it wrong, but it could be like 40-something years old. It's quite a lot. I know it's really... It's, it's, it's a really old one. That, that's... Yeah. That's for sure, um yeah. so yeah, it starts in uh Sierra, uh town in Switzerland. Um and it's about fifteen, twenty K like yeah. uphill. Yeah. Um and then uh so like the start is like a double VK and then it kind of gradually eases off and then you get to the highest point and then from there it's about ten K um kind of gradual descent. 
and then the last five three five k is really steep down to the village up the valley from Sierra Cords and Al. Okay. So overall, the overall the the whole thing is um, uh, uphill, uh, yeah. net uphill. Um, but it's just such a it's a really hard one to get right in terms of tactics and uh, and, and trying if you want to try and win it because you've got a massive uphill and then a really fast fifteen k after that. So right, okay. It it can it can suit anyone literally from like a, a proper VK uh, runner or mount like proper uphill uphill kind yeah. of specialist to to a road runner who's used to doing a bit of mountains to an orienteer to um, someone who's really good at like stronger from like the skiing background so it's okay. really wide open race to every year um, yeah and it's just amazing that like you go through a couple of villages and. Like you say, the whole literally the whole town is out. So there's this, uh, uh, there's this town called Chandelin, and it's there's thousands of inhabit like a few thousand inhabitants, and they're literally all out on the road screaming at you as you run through. <laughs> cowbells um, and cowbells and yeah, voices. It's, it's almost it's almost deafening. Um, yeah. It's insane. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's a be- and once you get up to the the highest point, the views across the the valley um, is 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 something else and. If you're in pain, you just look up and you, that distracts you, really. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> just a, 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 wee, a wee smile and you're, you're back in the game again. Yeah, yeah exactly, brilliant. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, get that, get that on, your, on your, your next entry list as right, well. Right, <laughs> I, I, will, I will do that one. I, do you know, I, I was going to do it a few years ago and I don't know what prevented me from doing it, but, uh, uh-huh. yeah, well, let's uh, I'll, I'll make it a date ne- for next year then. <laughs> yeah, for sure, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. So, talking about um, sort of the big races like that so we, we haven't really spoke about the your, your win at the you know the european mountain running championships in zermatt so that that was earlier in in july and it feels like it was ages ago but it has yeah <laughs> i think it was it was almost the the weekend of of uh of my wee one being born i think so uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um so tell us a bit about that then like so you there was a trial for it um now you from what what i remember i think you you won the you won the trial race, is that right? Yeah, 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 I, yeah I won that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it was a bit of an odd one because it was shown due to um, they brought the finish down from the summit of uh, Skidor, so the, the hill they used in Keswick for oh, trial because yeah. um, of the just it was like gale force wind to the top and and uh, visibility was really low. Yeah. Um, so it was shown by quite a lot the, oh, okay. the distance. So. Yeah. It was a bit of a because we only and we only got told that like five minutes before the start, so it was, oh, really? it was oh, a bit geez. of a shock because we all we all like uh, obviously prepped for this like ten k yeah. uphill uphill tough effort, but then all of a sudden it was shortened to about yeah. six six and a half k. Okay. Um, so it was quite a different like quick change of mindset and yeah, if you yeah, like. Um, yeah. So but, what... yeah, I was really 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 happy with how that went, and uh, yeah, I was quite nervous before that because I hadn't really. Um, done a, a mountain or a hill race um at that kind of level for a few a wee while so yeah um a bit nervous to see how that went but fortunately it worked kind of it went well on the day so and then that was that was the trial and into the team for the, for the european champs brilliant so but in the run-up to the the events i think the trial was was quite it was what in june and start of june i think so you had a few weeks to to prep for it um, yeah, now yeah. After, after that, I mean, obviously, you know, you've there's there's a lot of different um, uh, races that you were doing and in, um, in in the run up to the the European Championships. 
what were you what was your kind of mindset going into the race and and you know did you feel that you're ready for it did you have um did you have a target in mind or tell us a little bit about that um yeah it was a bit it was a bit of an odd build up um i throughout the whole like five five weeks um between the trial trial and the champs i never felt properly kind of on it in, in training and things and and uh, like I said before that, the race in Switzerland, near B. Morrison, I felt quite kind of lethargic at it and I didn't yeah. do quite as well as I'd hoped. Um, even though I did a bit of a quicker time than I had done last year, I didn't feel quite kind of as I thought I should be at that yeah. stage. Um, and then uh, two weeks later and a week before the champs, I did the Chamonix VK again. Um, and... Uh, yeah, a bit of a slower time match than last year, um, which could have been a bit due to external factors, but also I just didn't, like before, I just didn't feel quite, um, my legs weren't quite kind of switched on, if yeah. you like, and body didn't feel quite kind of, yeah, ready to, to hit his peak. Yeah. Um, so that week in between the Chamonix VK and the Champs, I was quite kind of a bit nervous, and and because uh, I, I did want, yeah, I was obviously aiming and peak wants to peak for the European champs and it was a big mm-hmm. goal of mine yeah, yeah. Uh, to, do, to do well at um, both individually and for, for the team mm-hmm. uh, um, so that week I was kind of a bit unsure as to how, how the, it would actually all come out on the day um, okay. and the training that the week before it, it went like it was kind of a usual routine and um, had a good session with uh, Robbie my coach as well and yeah. and, uh, and we stayed actually in um it's a bit of an altitude, kind of had a pre-camp, if you like. Uh, a few of us yeah. stayed at about 1,500 metres high just to be used to the altitude as we go and we went into the champs, which okay. I think I think in the end really helped for, for us all. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a bit of a strange one. I didn't feel quite... Uh, you never feel a bit... Like, you never feel on it when you taper, do you? <laughs> it's but, very rare, yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah. I was um, going to say, I mean, you, you probably... I mean, I, I don't know, but... You know, when you're doing an uphill only race, I mean, when do you feel great going up uphill? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how, how yeah, do yeah. you... you just feel, oh, yeah. you like to, oh, just try, try as hard as I can and then yeah. <laughs> see what speed that gets me at. <laughs> I mean, when you're going up these hills, you know, this is a probably a question that some of the listeners will be thinking. How do you gauge effort when you're running up hills? Um, a lot. So, yeah, look at the 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 hill that you're going up basically beforehand for for example for a race you're looking at the the profile quite a lot yeah um seeing where it's steeper seeing where it's less steep um if there's any sections where you think you could kind of potentially recover a bit and then prepare for the next kind of really steep bit yeah um and try and play it to your your strengths um so a lot of people start really hard um and try and kind of um, stretch the field out in a race, for example, before, uh, and hopefully that, that gap is enough for them to kind of, if they do tie towards the end, then it's it won't it won't affect the them position wise too much. But other people like me, I I kind of I start steady and then progress through the through as uh, as the hill uh, as you climb. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you kind of have to gauge how high the hill hill is, how far you've got to go. Yeah. Um, 
and it, t- it just takes a lot of practice to be honest like yeah. like i've only i've done hill running seriously for about five years now and i've only I only feel properly kind of in tune with my body in the last year and a half okay and and knowing kind of how much i can push my body to before i know it'll blow up or before i get to the summit um so so it does take a bit of a bit of trial and error ever and you think i think you do have to blow up at some point to, to learn to learn <laughs> to learn that limit for yourself and how yeah. fast you can go before you your legs just absolutely explode okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um so you like you can't look at your watch like if you do start helming you like just throw your watch away i mean okay. I, just, I i never look at my watch apart from time um when i'm out so it's it's very much just try and feel your body and get in, in tune with it and and read it um so yeah yeah looking at the profile of of this, the thing you're going up is is probably the best best way to gauge your your effort yeah so talking about that then you know just about the european championships now you know right I, I, I was I'm quite interested to know you know the how you pace the run so you you're someone who doesn't go off hard you you can ease yourself into the race now for for the the, the European champs how did that go how did your your race go then did did you did you start off quite quite conserved and then you know as you said just go through the field or what, what, how how did it work out for you that on that day yeah 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 certainly yeah basically that really I um. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a really good course. It was kind of an all-rounder course. So it had, so you started in the town of Zermatt, and then uh, you uh, looped around the town centre, and then got onto the trail, and then um, it was a gradual uphill uh, for the first. So that was all in the first three k. So it wasn't too much climbing in the first three k. Yeah. Um, so if so, it was a really hard one to to gauge, and obviously. Everyone was played to their strengths. So a lot of kind of faster road runners went off quite hard at the start, whereas I am. As if you look at my power turn, Ted, you and I are not a fast <laughs> road runner. So <laughs> I not, won't, not, on, I won't, not I, on paper, I, I but be, you never know. <laughs> I won't be going off with the front guys at the start on a road like that because yeah. I know, like, like that will come back to kick me uh, at the, uh, later on. Um, so I tend to hold back slightly on that kind of thing, and then which obviously happened yeah. in Zermatt. Um, and then after that three k, the whole the first major climb kicked up. So that was for another for the next like three k. Uh, I think it must have averaged about fifteen twenty percent for that for that. So it's quite a, so it's quite a significant first big climb. Um, which a lot of people were talking about beforehand and and maybe saying, oh, maybe we shouldn't go off too fast to start with because that'll that'll come back back to kill you at the <laughs> at the hill when that starts. So um so yeah, for me that was actually really good because uh, I could start grad uh, steady and then when that hill came, that kind of longer climb, which I quite like it, um, I could then work hard on that to get my position a bit better. Uh, which would then set me up for the next stage of of the course, really. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so yeah, and then after that first big climb, it kind of uh, the grade tapered off, and it was a bit of a contouring section around uh, the side of the mountain. Yeah. Um, so I was really, I was really interesting actually because um, obviously there, 
you could get the fast road runners coming through if they'd paced it well beforehand on that first climb. Yeah. Uh, but if not, then they wouldn't have enough uh, energy to get through that bit as fast as they would have done, maybe. Yeah. Um, so that bit was quite interesting because um, I actually got the lead on that first big climb, um, mm. which is a complete shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Completely, like I've never been in that position before, mm-hmm. so it was quite like, oh, oh, what do I do here? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, getting to that that flatter section halfway through um, in first was a bit different, um, and I had um, a guy I know quite well from from Norway, Stian, but just behind me, um, yeah. and uh, but yeah, there actually in that transition from the up to the flat flatter bit, I actually got a really bad stitch. Oh god! Um, so, so I was like, I was in first. I was like, oh no, I, I've got to, I've got to, I can't, I can't make get this. I, I don't want this to get worse. So I had to, and I've had it really bad before, where yeah. it's basically I've had to just stop and like just stand still because it was so sore I couldn't breathe or run. Jesus! Um, so basically, I had to kind of slow down and yeah. try and manage it and make sure like the uh, damage was limited to. Um, and I, so that I could actually finish the race, basically. Yeah. Um, so on that section there, that was where Stian passed me, and then I was in second. Um, and I just I knew I could get if I got to the next uphill, uh, continuous uphill all the way to the finish. And the, uh, finally, then I knew I could manage the stitch better because it's much better on the uphill. Yeah. Okay. Um, than on like a flat surface um, or downhill, for example. Yeah. Um, so luckily, luckily, um, I didn't get passed by anyone else, and I managed to get to that next uphill uh, relatively, kind of in still in shape, and then uh, managed to kind of pull back onto onto Stian, and then from there, kind of just try as best I can all the way to the finish. And luckily, it kind of worked for me on the day. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean, you 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 were over a minute ahead. I think. Uh, no, no, it was, only, it was only thirty seconds. Oh, was it? Oh, okay, it must yeah. have it must have been another race then. You were a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. might have been the VK before the Chamonix VK. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that is that. That's amazing. Um, yeah. To, it, yeah. So it was. It was very. It was like yeah. There was a lot of emotions going through my head throughout the whole of that race. Um, like obviously being in first was like oh my god I could win this thing yeah, but then yeah. having to slow down and go to second and be like oh no I have to, might have to stop soon <laughs> and then finally actually be able to actually go faster again and then go into first place again it was it was a yeah yeah I'm yeah. surprised I'm surprised I've managed to kind of stay, keep myself together but it was um yeah finishing crossing the line was uh uh yeah quite strange <laughs> I mean, you're only what you're only 22, aren't you? 23, 23, 23, yeah, 23. and you know you've seen your men's race to win it at that age, and uh, you know I think that's the first gold that the GB have, have won for what is that? Well, we had Robbie doing doing what Robbie Simpson, your your coach, and Fat Simpson as he as he, as we call him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. So he 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 was the he he did well. Was it a couple of years ago? I can't remember now. It's God. Yeah, he did. Oh god, I think that was silver. Silver, yeah, that's yeah, right. a few years ago now. Um, um, I think that was his last kind of big kind of performance, and before he went into the road stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, that, so, yeah, so he's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He obviously he's been up there with yeah. the best of them as well. So, yeah. um, but it was yeah, it was, like you say, we uh, 
we got the the team goal as well, which is the first time uh, British teams won the senior men's race. So that was really special. Actually, that was the kind of the highlight of the weekend. Yeah, uh, winning with those guys. So, and it, it must be a, a big highlight as well. You know, it's your coach as well to 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 do it with with Robbie, and and it must have been a great you know a great feeling. And yeah, I'm sure Robbie for yeah. for a few years, and also like Andrew and. Um, and uh, I was only just I only uh, kind of got to know got to know Seb over the over the course of the event. Um, but Robbie and Andrew I've known for a good good few years and learned a lot from them. And and uh, yeah, they're just great friends. And it was just really amazing to step up onto the onto the podium with them all. Yeah, oh, it's it's phenomenal. So now congratulations, you know, from from me and. And uh, and the TRS fans, I'm sure they'll you know they're they're all delighted to hear, no doubt. And uh, the Scottish community, the Scottish athletics community as well, you know, hearing how how you got on. And uh, I was trying to refresh my page, but I also had to make sure uh, Logan was fine as well. You know, <laughs> I spent <laughs> yeah, too much got, time on internet. Way more important. Exactly. Oh, I don't know about that. But... <laughs> <laughs> Bigger congratulations to uh, you guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. So, so after, so that's you now, the European champion. Um, now, something I haven't really touched on is how on earth do you train for for something like like that? You know, how 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 on earth do you get yourself into that? Sort of shape to to win a European uh, running cha- uphill running mountain championships. Like the what, what do you do? You know, do you, um, we, we've kind of established you, you're not really doing much track work. Uh, so uh, you know, I, I'm not putting two and two together, but I would imagine you're doing a lot of uphill running. Yeah, yeah, that would, yeah. Key key session is uphill running. Yeah, uh-huh. um, yeah, um, a lot of the. Uh, you see a lot of the kind of the, the top performers in in the mountain running are, are living and training at, um, around big mountains um, where you can do like a thousand meter climbs plus. Yeah. Um, uh, although, like, obviously, I love I love Scotland and, and the hills there and and the amazing kind of uh, landscape you get there, but you can't get uh, especially defending like obviously when I was. Living back home in the Scottish borders, my map like the maximum, uh, the highest hill around me was uh, uh, just under two hundred meters high. So okay, I could, like, <laughs> it's not going to quite cut, is it? We're shorter, and and when you've got the championship races where they're climbing uh, anywhere from a thousand to fifteen hundred meters plus, kind of uh, over the course of ten k, you really want to try and, and replicate that. Yeah, um, and that's your best. Best kind of uh, hope to to really kind of get the get to the next stage and perform and perform at the top. So, um, so like last year was a really kind of a bit of a breakthrough year for me, where a lot of races went well. I think because of the the month I spent out in Germany and and doing those long kind of climbs, both uh, in sessions where you're either doing really long kind of tempo efforts uphill or. Yeah. Or kind of, kind of when you do hill reps, but recover by running or jogging uphill, like after your rep. Yeah. So okay. you're constantly going uphill at a hard effort, and then as recover a slow effort, and then you run again at hard effort, continuous uphill. Um, so that both trains kind of your change in pace, which replicates what happens on a race day, yeah. and also just helps your uphill form. Um, but then also just your easy runs where you 
you're on these undulating trails which can still climb you could still do an easy run climbing 500 meters really easily yeah um so just getting you your legs used to doing um kind of climbs quite a lot yeah um uh so that's that's kind of how for me anyway that's how it's kind of transpired into or kind of extended and um, then went coming to the race performance how that's how, how that's happened yeah um Brilliant. So so yeah. yeah yeah one one thing you know uh, that that's really interesting um you know because a, a lot of people will, will will definitely take note of that no doubt um so for people who are in Scotland what would you and they're looking to do something like that what would you recommend they do if they say they haven't got the time there and, and this is maybe a question that I'm 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 for our listeners but it's actually for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm starting. You know, unfortunately, Logan doesn't want to come to Chamonix for a few weeks. Uh, just, just yet. Anyway, he's gonna come for a week. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out a week before to the UTMB now. And yeah. I know it's not the same, same race, but I'd be interested to, to, to hear what, what sort of things that you think I should be doing in the next sort of few weeks. And I know it's a hundred miles, so. Uh, <laughs> run, run I don't think I have any expertise expertise in the in that distance. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> interested. That, think, but yeah, I think for that pill, I think one of my you know weak, weak, not weaknesses, but I, mean, I think all the hundred miles in the mountains is a weakness uh, for me because I've never done it, no doubt. But um, uphill running is one a key thing for me. So I'm you know before when I end this call, I'm away to do some uphill sessions. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you've inspired me that much, Jacob. <laughs> you've already done. You've already done one session today. You're gonna have to do another one now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, what would you say for for someone like me who's going, you know, who's not not able to, who's just going to the the, the Chamonix, the mountains, right before the the you know the, the race? If you were living in Scotland, what would you be doing? Or one uh, one thing, one bit of advice you you would give me. Cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, right. Uh, one bit. <laughs> I do. Um, I mean, for UTMB, obviously, you, you've you've got a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. So, I do you just just do runs where you're continuously tra- transitioning from up down up down. Yeah. Um, so doing kind of, I just listening to your what you you've been saying on your podcast about what you've been up to in training that week like you're often out in uh, uh on these loops where you're doing a few man rows and things so doing doing those kind of bigger climbs but then all the way back down and then all the way back up again where you and your legs obviously over time doing that continuously your legs are getting more and more tired as you go back uphill so yeah your legs are going more fatigued but that's then if you're doing that kind of um quite consistently throughout the weeks then I think that gets your legs really strong because obviously the downhill, that extra impacts breaking down your muscles and then they will over time, if you recover well, obviously, but do it quite uh, consistent consistently, then yeah. your legs will get stronger as a result of it. So, um, and like, like I, when I used to live in Edinburgh, I was in the Pentlands every weekend doing, um, doing all those, all those kind of around the skyline oh, yeah. uh, or, near, yeah. near, or part of the skyline. Uh, route, if anyone knows it, is for uh, um, up to twenty eight. I think you could do the looping. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so that that was really good, and I felt that really benefited, especially when I'm doing up and down hill races. Benefited the 
that transitioning into from the downhill into the uphill where your legs are kind of smashed from that previous downhill, but you've got to run up, up a hill again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you've got a few of that. You've got a few of them to do. I oh, jeez, yeah, you should see it. <laughs> I was looking at it going, oh my word, I'm going to have to run up and down. I'm going to do a big session there in a couple of weeks. Which I'm going to try and do about 40 miles and just run up and down a couple of hills, but... Oh, yeah. oh god oh. that sounds tough <laughs> I know yeah so what about um, so yeah that, that's great advice Jacob thanks for that um, now I'm, I think I'm hoping I'm doing most of that but it's always it sound, I mean it sounds I mean I'm, I'm saying things you I'll be saying like anything I say will be something you're already doing so well that's why I wanted to ask in case there isn't and then I'll be like oh, um, I should have done doing, that are you doing are you doing hill sprints yes I'm doing a little, little bit of hill sprints yeah yeah, so, you, so you're doing everything already. It's good. Yeah, well, that, that, well, that's good then. If 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 you're, I was, I mean, if you did give me something really key, I've only got five yeah. weeks. It's probably a bit too late, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You don't want to change things like. Uh, yeah, it, there's no not worth probably changing anything really too yeah. drastically this this close. So now, have you ever used uh, poles? Have you ever used hike? I don't even know what they're called. Hiking poles, running poles. Yeah, but yeah, poles, um, no, I haven't. No, no. Are you one um, of those? I'm not. I'm not going to use them. Jeez, <laughs> I don't. Need, I'm, I'm that. You know, I fly up the mountains. Why would I need poles? <laughs> I don't know. I think. I think more that I haven't done um, any anything long uh, races where it's it's definitely a benefit. So you get um, some VKs which are so steep that actually having poles to pull anchor down and pull yourself up with is actually a really good benefit i don't i've not actually done any of those kind of types of of races yet so yeah. okay i've not had a, i've not really had a, an opportunity to try it out and and see how it is yeah. um and a lot of the races i've been doing are kind of very kind of well fairly runnable yeah runnable uh uh climbs and um so i've not really felt the need to to try them out really yeah uh, okay. but yeah definitely yeah I'm looking to do some kind of really steep VKs at some point in the future and uh, if I ever get into ultra definitely I'd need to start learning how to use them and oh, get yeah. some tips off you for sure well that's it yeah we can transfer you know I'll do we'll, we'll swap you know I'll I'll try yeah win a European uphill championships and you <laughs> yeah well yeah yeah, that's it, yeah. I always uh, well, enter that race next year <laughs> <laughs> I have to qualify though that's it. <laughs> Um, well, you, ne- you never know until you turn up. The, that's so. true. That is true. <laughs> so, what about um? Well, going going into that, what, what? So you've got Zeros and Al coming up now. It's um now I I, I I assume you know correct correct me if I'm wrong, but your your strengths appear to be on the uphill sections of 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 of, of running. Um, you know you're you're a good uphill runner. Um, what about so what about downhills? Are you equally as as strong? Do you think or is there? Um, is, not at the moment. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that showed up in um, uh, the race I did just this weekend in the Dolomites. It was uh, so I was there uh, like twenty-two k. Yeah, uh, straight straight up a big mountain and then straight back down again. Okay. Um, and I've yeah I for yeah I just have not been used to doing um, downhills at a hard and or a competitive effort. Yeah for a long time now uh just been having kind of trained for upper only events yeah. um where i don't like in training i don't really want to trash my legs i yeah. want to kind of save um, them for the uphills and what what's yeah the and, then, yeah. and then be able to train be able to yeah. train well enough like the next few days after that and things um yeah. so 
yeah, I mean, like this weekend, it, it like it showed up, and and I knew going into it, I wasn't in in great downhill form, and it's mm. it's something that you have to, you definitely have to kind of practice. Even yeah. um, even the even the guys who are naturally talented at at downhill um, and are naturally good descenders, they they still like need to practice and and uh, and uh, keep doing it every so often just to to keep that because it is very mind. Um, it's very much in your mind as well, both kind of being a bit brave and, and flying, you know, flinging your body down the hill, but also in, you have to really concentrate, obviously, where you're putting your feet because yeah. your feet are just hitting the ground like more, obviously, more times than you than it does when you're running the flat. So, yeah. and it's completely uneven terrain, so the chance of you breaking your ankle is very much higher. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like on on the race of this weekend, Finley Wild just went straight past me, like just. <laughs> um, I was like, "Oh, see you later." <laughs> Hi, bye. Um, yeah, literally, yeah. I could not. Uh, you know, Finley. Like, uh, yeah. if, uh, I assume a lot of a lot of people know Finley. Oh, yeah, Finley Wild. Yeah. He's uh, he's uh, yeah, it's big ben big Nevis, talent on, on champion and uh, yeah, yeah. So and he's yeah, he's he thrives on that technical yeah. kind of descent. Um, so yeah, if if I was able to follow him, then I'd be having a good day. But definitely not that this weekend has yeah, gone so yeah. Well, I but think... yeah so and yeah I, I enjoy downhills but i think i'm not the most naturally talented like it, so i have to work on it quite quite hard if i'm aiming for for up and down races yeah. um which is something i would definitely need to be doing in the next next few months yeah i think you know you know a lot of people would say you know it's, it's better to be probably a good uphill runner um because you're spending more time running up then then you are going down and if it is an up, up and down so you're you know i think people would have would, would rather prefer their weakness to be the downhill than the than than the uphill so there's certainly a lot of potential for you in in, in that respect to to really yeah, uh, yeah. That. I'll, I'll take that way of thinking for sure <laughs> yeah yeah that, that there you go that's my little uh little advice there for you but uh yeah, no, give me the confidence boost that. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> finley watch out <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that, that's not going to happen. That, that Ben Nevis <laughs> race is coming to coming to Jacobs. <laughs> uh, well, oh, yeah, so so going on to that then, yes, yeah, so you're going to be looking at doing Zeres and Al. Um, what other races have you got coming up? Uh, so, yeah, Zeres and Al is the next uh, big one. Um, I've actually got VK in um, Italy the week before, so that's in a couple of weekends' time. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a bit of a warm up for Zeus now. Um, there'll be a few of us there, like uh, Andrew Douglas, and um, I think Robbie's doing it now, actually. Maybe. Oh, okay, right. Um, yeah. So, um, and then uh, yeah, a few other kind of people from people from back home, uh, like Sarah McCormack, who won Snowden recently. She's she'll be there as well. Um, yeah. uh, so yeah, it'll be good fun, good fun there doing that, and then off to Zeus now. Um, and then I'm actually off to America straight away. Um, oh, wow. okay. to do Pikes Peak um, so that's uh, a marathon straight up and, and down Pikes Peak in Colorado wow I've heard um, of that one it's, uh, it's quite a big one on some of the they always talk about that that, that event so yeah yes yeah. so there's, there's an uphill like as a Pikes Peak ascent they call it so there's an uphill only um, yeah. which yeah but uh, I'll be doing the 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 full the full thing oh, full whack up, yeah. up and down so that'll be Something completely different uh, to what I've done before. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, and then and then that, and then uh, yeah, a bit of a long season. So the and then all the way to the end, there's the world world champs. 
um, back uh, all the way in November, but the trial trial race for that's uh, in September. So okay, um, I'll be back in the UK UK for that one. Yeah, and that'll be up and down this year as well. Up and down, up and down. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so definitely to be on the on the downhill practice soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and what about uh, again? I'm segwaying back into your your downhill. So what about on like a good technical? If it technical, are you good on technical down? Or are you good at? Are you what's your? Are you just the same at non-technical downhill or technical downhill? Have you got a preference or uh, uh, is it one that you're better? Uh, yeah, I used or... to prefer kind of the smoother yeah. kind of uh, tracks you get maybe in, in the forests. Um, but since I came out to Chamonix last year and, and obviously this year now, um, and a, a lot of the, the trails in Chamonix, they're quite kind of technical, uh, a lot like uh, rocks and roots everywhere. Don't tell me that. Um, I may be doing them. Yeah, I, I thought it was all smooth trails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you'll be fine with your poles you'll be fine I've got my poles I'll be fine <laughs> you, <laughs> you just you just hit them out of the way uh, yeah I'll just yeah exactly like a golf a golf <laughs> <laughs> brilliant um, oh, yeah. so, so yeah since I've been uh, here and then running on these trails I've got a lot a lot more confident on on the kind of technical trails where you have to move your feet really quick and yeah. uh, and high obviously as well otherwise just tripping face plant the the rock in front oh, of you God. basically so yeah. um not trying to give you nightmares here or anything you're not no you're, uh, you're you're giving me all the confidence i need that's uh, that, that's... Um, <laughs> oh, well, so, I, yeah so yeah i don't mind i don't really mind either at the moment yeah. um but yeah definitely need to practice more on both okay. of them yeah um so you're going to stick to the hills and the mountains this year and then what about any other disciplines you're going to focus on after that or are you just gonna you know stick to Stick to what you're doing really well at just now, or are you going to do well? To be honest, I've not really thought past uh, the end of this year yet. Um, yeah, um, so yeah, I'm still trying to will need to kind of sit down and plan what I want to do next. Um, uh, definitely at some point, want to do a, a faster 5 10k type thing. Yeah. Probably, I'll be that'll be probably next year, although maybe at the end of this year, yeah. I might find one um, to nip in there for the bit of training effort, but. Um, yeah, yeah, kind of just enjoying enjoying the mountain life at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's why why would you why would you want to change something that you're doing really well in now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's brilliant. Right, so I think that's uh, a few things. But before we we go, uh, I've got a few fartlet questions. But um, so who before before we go into that, who so who's supporting you at the moment? Then you've I obviously know uh, Fat Simpson's helping you out now. I don't think yep. you, you know. I'm, I'm, he's he's used to us calling him Fat Simpson. Uh, <laughs> so the boy who eats pizzas but doesn't doesn't uh, look like he eats, he eats a lot. He eats a lot more than the pizzas as well. well does, yeah, <laughs> I I remember the first uh, I did the trophy of Venoni, I think it was called the relays there. Oh and, yeah, uh, and Robbie we ate about a he ate a massive shed load of food before the actual race started, and, and I, I I couldn't believe it. You know, I was like, how are you going to run up yeah. that well that food, but. You know the man. The, the man eats. You know, there's no doubt. I think he's, about got, that, I think he's got like a, I don't know, either a multiple stomachs or like an extra large one or something. <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs> something like that. God, and we need to find out what he's, uh, how how he gets, how he manages to metabolize it so quickly. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's like a medical. Um, outlay outlier yeah yeah <laughs> so if he does tell you what that is do let me know i though. will yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just secrets of, secrets of the coach exactly <laughs> so 
yeah, so so obviously you know Robbie's helping you out. Um, and what what you've got? Uh, Salomon, Salomon, um, help you out as well. Yeah, the, yeah. So um, been with Salomon since twenty sixteen now. Yeah. Um, and at the moment, just on the I'm on the Salomon UK team, which uh, yeah, it's got some really really uh, so kind of established guys in it, and uh, and then some kind of younger ones as well. So it's, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. And everyone's doing different different types of events and stuff so it's really good to kind of keep in touch with them all and and see see what how that what they're up to really um and then uh also back back home in the scottish borders um uh being supported by the uh borders athlete support program okay uh, so that's a really um uh really great um uh support team who um was set up to kind of uh support individual athletes throughout the the Scottish borders um, in the kind of hope that or kind of to help them progress and to get them to the, the or yep. fulfill their potential in their in their chosen sport okay um, so that can then they support provide support in terms of physio or nutritionist or yep. psychology or um, any medical kind of uh, support that the athlete needs so oh, right, okay. like for, for example when I was um, in uni I had a lot of kind of um, I basically had a stress fracture so for three years oh jeez um, <laughs> so for three years shin, you had, had, oh my god yeah so yeah. I had shin, it shouldn't kind of splints to start with and then um, yeah that, that kind of like kind of a, um, progressed to a stress reaction then just under a stress fracture I think by the end yeah at the, at the highest kind of the worst time um, oh god so the the athlete support program was really really helpful in getting me the the, the doctor's support and the and the kind of the MRI kind of for example uh, to yeah. diagnose it and uh, and get me through through that um, and uh, yeah so that yeah it's an amazing program and that's brilliant and the amount the amount of athletes like like kind of the, the the success stories that come out of the borders is is still is is completely insane like I still yeah. I mean it's really great to follow the yeah. the kind of the newspaper back at home because. They just go to the sports section, and every week there's there's new like uh, there's uh, all these athletes performing really well in yeah. their sport, and it's yeah, it's, it's amazing. Well, you're part of that legacy now as well. <laughs> you know, you're you, there'll be a, you you'll be in that paper, I hope, uh, and you know, they'll be shouting a shouting out about you as well. So uh, that's amazing. Now, yeah. So yeah. what about? I mean, that, that question I forgot to ask was in terms of you know you you obviously have had a few setbacks and. And, you know that's a pretty pretty grim setback. Three years, um, you know, uh, a stretch. What do you, you know, how do you now cope with 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 um, you know, I suppose um, not not rehab but uh, prehab and uh, and doing doing sort of injury prevention next. Do you do foam rolling? What what is it you do? Do you just read your body? Do you do any strength work or any of that kind of stuff? Um. Yeah. I just. Um... Yeah, do a bit of kind of uh, specific little strength exercises that um, kind of help uh, help the my kind of weak points basically. Yeah. Um, so, like for example, I've been I've been to a physio and they've given me kind of an old body assessment, if you like, and and uh, and then from that, then I can work on on the weak points that 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 cropped up in that. Um, yeah, and okay. uh, yes, I know. I always do kind of uh, every day. I'm, I'm, I do stretching as well. It's kind of a bit of a habit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, weird, it's weird. Everyone, everyone says, "Oh, that's kind of bother stretching." But for me, it's like 
I, I feel like really odd if I don't stretch in the okay. day. That's a good, that's um, a good habit then. You know, there's, there's that habits. I mean, I'm, you know, my habits, uh, hobnobs and eating, eating <laughs> hobnobs, not actually. Well, there's, there's, there's hobnobs as well as stretching. Like, <laughs> yeah, side, combine yeah, it. That, I win, so, win. Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, I've still got, I'm still on the table next to me. I've, I've got the hobnobs out. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Brilliant. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, still, yeah, do all, all the, all the usual stuff, foam rolling, et cetera. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, good. Um, so, tell us something surprising about yourself. I gave, oh. I gave you a little hint here, and I don't. It's whether or not you've you've thought about it. I haven't really given you a chance to think about any. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there wasn't a bit. Yeah, interviews would be really boring if you gave me a chance to think about exactly, the question. Exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, right. Um, I've been vegetarian all my life. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have a sausage dog called Dougal back home. <laughs> Is this? Um, uh, is this by the top things the things that have come to the top of my head yeah. right now <laughs> um yeah i like it uh, I'm, I'm, I can't, I, I'm sorry i can't be more entertaining with that one no that hey I'm, I'm sure there's other things that you probably don't want to tell us about so <laughs> yeah yeah well oh, yeah all things i do but i just can't Cool yeah, right yeah. All right. <laughs> so, right. These are these are my. This is my favorite part. Uh, well, maybe some of the interviews are favorite parts, perhaps as well. Uh, fartlet questions. So here's the first cool. one: cross country, road, mountains, fells, or track. And that's a fair, fair whack of stuff there. What's your favorite? Uh, mountains. Mountains. Okay. I would. I, would, I would think you know if you said anything other than that, I would have been. Uh, <laughs> what would you say if it's a track? Then <laughs> just like whack that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, previous meal what would you go for uh, pre- previous meal oh previous meal yeah, um, pizza pizza right okay favourite movie oh um, blimey <laughs> I can't remember the last time I watched a movie um, you, so in Chamonix are you just literally living in a hut are you kind of like you know, are you, you're an actual mountain goat know, right now I just don't get. I don't know. I just don't really have have the chance to watch a sit down and watch a film. Now, <laughs> listeners, take note. This is this guy. He's foam rolling. He's stretching. He's uh, he's out there training. I, he's I, not. When I stretch. I don't. I don't watch a film. I listen to Titan Running Shorts. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my favorite film. They, there you go, I love it. Brilliant comeback. I, I did Shrek, even put favourite favourite podcast there. So that that Yeah, so your favourite podcast would be a question, not favourite film, favourite podcast. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. So favourite race, what's your favourite race that you've done? Um Season now. now. Right, okay. Now you're making me really want to do this race. <laughs> rest air rest air recovery run. Yeah, recovery run. Uh, I I don't know. You, do you even have rest days then? Not often. No. Okay. Not often. No. Vertical kilometer race or a longer mountain race? Uh, VK. VK. Okay. Murfoot or Edinburgh Uni Hare and Hounds Club? Oh, that's just unfair. <laughs> <laughs> um... What you got no, to think done, about uh, here is what's your biggest? Uh, I, I, I'm not I'm not part of the, one of them anymore. So does that does that make a difference? Okay, or is it right. When I was in both of them. Kendall AC then. Ken- oh, between wait with uh, Morphe or Keswick. Well, what one? You're not with Murphy anymore, yeah? Yeah, yeah, still with Murphy. Oh yeah, okay, Murphy or Kendall. Uh, 
Oh, I'd say Moffat. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we do have a, a few Edinburgh Uni Hares and Hounds, so uh, you might have upset some of those guys, no doubt. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. No, I love them all. I love them all. Oh, there we go. <laughs> they're all they're, they're all my favourites. <laughs> morning shuffle or evening saunter? Uh, morning shuffle. Uh, running hero. Uh, You're allowed to say Fat Simpson if you want. She does listen. <laughs> um, God, I don't. Fat, yeah, I don't. Yeah, Andrew Douglas. Oh, look at that! Yeah, he listens too, actually. So. Uh, he, no, he sleeps through it. Oh, does he? <laughs> <laughs> no, Is that that was a vid, that was a picture, wasn't it? He was, that was the picture. Yeah. And he was yeah, we, yeah, we can't say if he was actually listening to Todd running shorts or not. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, most people probably do sleep through it when I'm rambling away. So fair enough. Yeah. Fair. At least he's yeah. at least he's boosting our stats in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite distance. Um, at the moment, ten and a half k. Okay, right. That's specific. Yeah. Precise. Okay, yeah. Is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, ten and a half k? Was that the European running champ? Was that this? It was. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. <laughs> like it. <laughs> okay. Favorite shoe. Um, Solomon S Lab sent soft grounds. All right, okay, okay. I've got a pair of them. They're they're yeah. pretty, pretty decent, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, uh, oh, like they're so light. They're, they're great. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. 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 Uh, worst race experience. Oh, oh, I'm trying to think the one where I had to stop. Um, da, da, da. I've forgotten what that one was. Oh no. So, um. I think it might have been a cross country up in Aberdeen. <laughs> oh really? Well, that, you, you probably. <laughs> Jesus, Sorry. you you probably got you probably got the Neds throwing stuff at you, no doubt, or something. <laughs> yeah, to run away from the course, not <laughs> yeah. on the course. Yeah. It's probably me, maybe tripping you up. You know, it might have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Um, favorite session? What's your favorite session to, to do? Um, long uphill tempo. Oh god, that sounds like everyone's worst session is that. <laughs> yeah. just... The more you do, the better it gets. Yeah, yeah, okay. Dream run partner, who'd be the guy that you would or girl who you would go for a run with? Uh, my girlfriend Katie. Ah, oh, brilliant. <laughs> does Does Katie listen? She does a bit, yeah. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, favorite place to run? Uh, Sky. Sky. Wow. Okay. Okay. And what's the what's the kind of what's your bucket list? Uh, buck, have you got any bucket race races that you want to do? Uh, I don't actually at the moment. Um, I'm like I'm doing loads of new ones this year, and um, I think yeah, I think I need to look more into 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 all the races available. But yeah, I'm just enjoying every single new one I'm doing. Yeah. So I think. That's like the bucket list is going at the moment, really. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I mean, you look at some of the pictures that you post, and it just looks stunning. Ah, oh, jealous. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good yeah. that it's sunny every day, most of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, not all the time. Then, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I think other than that, um, if there's anything that I you you want to share with the listeners, or if there's anything that uh, any shout outs to to anyone, then yeah, this is feel free and um i'll have to do a shout out to all my um old uh, uh edinburgh uni teammates who obviously hating me now because i don't <laughs> didn't choose their club but <laughs> uh, i'm sure they'll be all right 
Oh. No, just shout out, shout, shout out to everyone I know yeah. um, and all, all in the Scottish athletics community. Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you so much for that, Jacob. That was a, that was a really good interview. Uh, really enjoyable. I loved listening every minute of it. So, uh, yeah. Well, thank, thank you very much. It was an honour so to be on. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, hopefully um, Andug doesn't go to sleep this time, eh? <laughs> great thank you Jacob for coming on right. it's, it's good to it's great to have another, another member of the Robbie Simpson's <laughs> stable on the, on the oh, show brilliant. right cheers for that <laughs> Jacob uh, thank you yeah, I no, must well, say Jacob uh, right, is right. a big yeah. TRS fan so uh, it's, it's, he's starting to catch up so it's great to have these top guys listen to us rambling away you know he's uh, also got a fantastic Instagram account for anyone who doesn't follow Jacob it's one of the best of the sort of, I'll be honest, pro athletes out there. It's really so, it's frequent. There's a lot of content, really interesting stuff when he's running, be it around the lakes or in the Alps. So if you're interested in a bit of trail running, um, social media coverage, follow Jacob. I can't remember what his, his, his handle is, probably Jacob Adkin or something. Just search for it. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I think you, you all should. It'll, it, you'll look at some of the pictures he's posting at and you'll want to, you'll want to run in the hills. There's no doubt about that. Um, and also, I, I, I mean, Tom, you haven't listened to, to the show yet, but uh, or the, the interview. He's going to be out in Chamonix during the UTMB, so he's um, he's offered to to pace you up uh, the vertical kilometer and make sure that you you don't go the wrong way and you don't fall Rubbish. off the, the cliff. I've I've already, I've already done it, mate. I'm all I'm all good. I know where I'm going. Uh, well, uh... Well, he's, uh, <laughs> he's 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 a little bit concerned that you might you might beat his time up there. You see. I've... He can rest assured. It'll be all right. <laughs> what he can do is I'll drop a message. I'm looking for some, and actually any listeners who who know when when we're out there, and I'm I might actually I'm booking. My, I've got my flights and everything lined up, so I've got. A, I I need to get my long run out that week while we're out there. So I'm gonna probably Thursday do my long run. So anyone who's got a a, a twenty mile two and a half hour type run that they would recommend in in Chamonix, let me know because I'm. I'm uh, I'm keen to get something out, and I guess you'll be resting up your legs. I'll come out, yeah. I'll come out. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> always good to have an excuse if it goes. <laughs> oh me, cool. yeah. But well, again, thanks very much for that, Jacob. Uh, hopefully, you'll you'll gain a lot from the interview, folks. So, how, yeah, if you haven't, if you've skipped the interview, make sure you rewind back. So anyway, uh, back to results, uh, or let's get to results. So we had a few races coming up this weekend. Not a huge amount at the moment. It's um. Summer holiday season, I suppose, so less time to organise races, and it's, you know, I suppose it's a bit hot these days to to get out in the sun and do that. So we we had the, our home turf, we had the Afford 10K. Now I got the opportunity to, I say the opportunity, I just walked out of my house and myself, Logan and, and Debbie headed out to to watch it. Now I just loaded up results. I tried to find the results. Now I can't find the results. No, there seems to be the results that are not on the the Stu Web webpage. When you go in, it's got no result on. But I guess the good news for the listeners is we've got a finger on the pulse. So we do know these results. Do we? <laughs> we do know the results. Do, so the win, do I, the win, I, I know the men's results, but I don't really know what what happened in the female side. Yeah. Do you? Uh, no, I don't actually. I don't. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <So> that's a <laughs> that's a fail right there, folks. That is a fail. Yeah. Anyway, well let's uh, let's go to the men's end just now while we while we try and find the female results because I didn't stay that long, you see. Um, but we had Cameron Strachan, uh, Russell Strachan taking the win. Now I believe Cameron was 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 sandwiching a, an easy a sort of an easy run and then a run uh, the race and then a, a run afterwards to get a, a good bit of uh, distance in for the day. 
So he, he ran it in just over 33 minutes. And right behind him, hot on his heels, was big Chris Rico. Rico. Chris Richardson um, taking taking a PB as well on that course. I mean, it's an undulating course. I mean, I'm, you know, I I know the sort of terrain, I know the sort of type of race it is when it because I live here and and I get to run on those roads and stuff. And it's not the fastest of courses, you know. So it was um, it was good to see Chris getting a PB in that course, and it it certainly bodes well for for seeing. Um, Chris getting a, a, a PB in a fast course, I think. So, uh, and not far behind Chris was Ben Ward Run Beer. So it was a, a top three for the Metro boys. Um, so yeah, well done to the, the Metro guys. And um, yeah, and hopefully now we can tell you <laughs> the top. So the well, I don't know. I don't. I, I know how. I know. I know. Th- I, it was a full Metro three. I know who was one, and I, I think I've got this right. I may be correct. I may be wrong. The winner was Sophie Radcliffe, Metro Aberdeen. Yeah, well done, Sophie. Uh, I do know that, but I don't know who the second and third place is. Tell me, top. Second me. place. You. This is all, this is off the top of my head from having seen things floating around on Facebook. In second place was, I think it was Louise Pete, Metro Louise Aberdeen. Okay, and in well third done, place, and in third place, Metro Aberdeen as well. Kirsty Walter. Well, 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 there you go. Now, I think, uh, I don't know who else, I, I know there's a couple of other, uh, Carol Massey's, uh, she was running, so I got to catch up with her, and um, so I think, I don't know how well she would she would have done, but she would have been well up there in terms of the veteran prize, and she's just coming back from an Achilles injury, so uh, yeah, well done, uh, Carol, as well, and good to catch up with a few other runners there, too, so well done. Um I've had, no. conf- I've had confirmation that I'm correct in my results of the women's, by the way. So I'm, that's I'm vindicated. I've found it on Strava. Oh, have you? Right. On yeah. Strava of all things, eh? Well, I know, I know Sophie. I know Sophie. I knew the, I knew the three girls, and, and I didn't quite know the order, but I've checked their Stravas, and that is the correct order. So oh. well done, Sophie, Louise, and Kirsty. Great result. Yeah. Okay. Um, now the, we we also had a fast ten k. You've got 10k, and I don't know if I've just uploaded results. <laughs> um, but you cut, uh, you, cut out, you cut out there for a minute, Carl. You're going to what race have you got now? I cut out the Musselburgh 10k. Ah, the Musselburgh 10k got you. Do you know the results for this one? The Musselburgh 10k yeah. is another result. There must be a problem with Stu Web today because another that's another race where I cut, I go on their their website and it's giving me nothing for Musselburgh. I can't get them either, I'm afraid. So, this we, is, so this folks, is, this is, I would I would say this is embarrassing. This is nor this is normal. So, the we don't quite have a, a handle on Muscle 10K results. Unfortunately, not that we have to research, but we actually did research and we we clicked on the link and there's nothing at all. 2017, I've got I've got absolutely nothing, folks. Sorry, I'm afraid we're going to have to just bypass the results this week. Well, no. Well, actually, before we do that, we have got one important result. I would like to. Uh, well, I meant to share it last week, and we forgot. So, uh, on the 28th of June, was the Garskew Harriers uh, beer mile. Well, exactly. Yeah. Who, so, who, who needs actual road races? Let's just let's just get straight to the the nitty gritty so, beer miles. So big. So kudos to a man who has entertained us greatly with his rant, Finley Finley. Uh, the Agarski runner was turning 40, so he decided to celebrate it with a beer mile. 
They, what a way to celebrate! I know what a way, and it, the lads have done it properly. Fair play, they've done it on a on a track. Um, they've done it with they've done the proper rules. So five percent. Um, they've gone for the five percent rule, but apparently they've they've changed it so that if your beer was less than five percent, you would have to have a larger beer. Um, in terms of volume. Anyway, so they've run it in two heats. So Colin Whitby, shout out to Colin, we know he's a listener, Colin's a, uh, a top man who sent in the results and they had nine turn up, which is a solid turnout as we know for a beer mile. And nine, that's, that's uh, yeah, decent. it's decent. And apparently it's, apparently it's been recorded. So I've not seen the, there is a, there is a YouTube link which we can share actually. Um, the, and essentially, so the results, he's giving me some of the results are, uh, well done, Paul Clausen, who is officially the fastest beer miler to be read out in TRS with 7.12. Seven, no, it's not the fastest beer. I've done a 6.53. Right, settle down. You've not done that on TRS. This is a, where there's no, I, I've yet to speak to anyone who witnessed that. I've got a face, I've got a video showing that I did 6.53. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find it and I'm going to share it. Right. Last I checked, you were a 14-minute beer mile guy. That was, that's, that's now and then, though. <laughs> well, that's now and then. We live in the present, so. Was it 14 that, minutes, I ran? I think really? it was less than, no, I think it was, about, it was, I think it was a shade under that's 10, to be fair. Jesus, I've got, like, the worst <laughs> beer mile time ever. You know, I think, we, we interview everyone about, oh, what's the fastest beer mile? Oh, like, sevens, six, eight. You know, I I've got a four twelve minute beer mile or something. Jesus. We need to, we need to redo that on a proper setup sometime. Maybe oh, a yeah. nice a nice afternoon. Not that not a wet horrible evening as like it was then. So anyway, so Paul Clawson for the win in seven twelve. Crispin Walsh who's ex Bella and is now a Giffnick North runner seven sixteen. So tight finish. William Martin unattached eight oh four. Finley Finley himself Gas Cube eight twenty eight. Ali McMillan Gas Cube formerly Metro Aberdeen uh, eight forty three. But was time was invalidated due to an undetected fourth lap spew that he later, fe- <laughs> that he later fessed up to. <laughs> yes. J- John was... Murray, Garscube, 7.51. Sorry, how'd you go? No, I just, at least he confessed to it, you know? Exactly. And then last, we've got um, Colin Whitby himself, Urban Running Club, 8.41, which uh, Colin is saying he thinks is a rubbish time, and he's putting that down <laughs> to the fact he did it with Elvis Juice. <laughs> Elvis juice. Oh yeah, no! Colin, what, what were you Jesus. thinking, mate? That's uh, that's tough. So, four of them. That's gonna. That's like four glasses of wine. <laughs> so uh, four, I'm gonna. Four, four, three thirty mils of of wine. Jesus. Oh. That's tough. So I'm gonna confirm with those boys. But if they're happy with it, we'll share their YouTube video because I think that's. Uh, and actually, any other clubs who do this, let us know because we're really. It's quite interesting to see which uh, what the state of beer miling is across Scotland. Exactly. Do you know what? We get better results from the beer mile than we do some of the. <laughs> some yeah, of the exactly. Results. If you if you are the organizer of the Musselburgh 10K, follow the lead of the Bella Houston and uh, Garscube guys who've organized a a proper results section. Exactly. Exactly. So, oh, that, that's interesting. Now, I don't really know if there's any other results. Um, I mean, apologies if we haven't read them all out. I mean, we we do like to read them out, but uh, there's there's sometimes there's so many like races and and it's a bit boring to just have lists of results. So we do want to try and make this as entertaining as possible, folks, um, and give you the the lowdown. Now, one now let's head to news because I've got some some pretty decent new news in terms of results. The Snowden International was at, on at the weekend. And um, so there was eight Scots that headed uh, to the race, uh, competing for Scotland. Now, who who won the race? 
Andy Douglas. Andy Douglas, of course. He's on absolute fire at the minute. He is on fire. Now, the, I've, I've obviously done this race a few times and been fortunate enough to, to represent the Scotland in, in this race. Um, so they also, not only did Andy win the race, um, it's one of the fastest times that there's been on that course. Um, now, I don't know exactly uh, you know, what, what, what it places him in the all-time uh, list in, in terms of that time, but this race has been going on for years. And um, So he ran the 10-mile race in 104. Now, bearing in mind, there's 1,000 metres of climb, which is incredible to, to, to run that. Um, and he won the race by, I think it was over two minutes, which was, was incredible. So, so well done, Andy. And, uh, and you know, that's, that's, um, that also, that's just on the back of, of him uh, counting for the, the gold for the European Mountain Running Championships, along with Jacob and, and Robbie Simpson as well. So, uh, so yeah. yeah, great great result there. And um, another, a couple of other shout-outs to... The, the other guys. So James Espy again has been on the show as an interviewee. Uh, had a great race. He came fifth, um, just behind the Italians, and I think that's his fastest time on the on the course. And uh, I, I was looking at the splits now. James uh, again. I, I think James is one of the fastest descenders on on the course. So, and he wasn't. You know, I think his split in terms of descent wasn't much uh, slower than Ann, Andrews. Which is which is great. So if James can improve on his uphill climb, then he's going to be a, a, a another force to be reckoned with. Uh, and I'm sure James listens. And I know I know he does. So yeah, well done to James. Big shout out to you for the fifth place. And uh, they also uh, the men's team they, they did get the gold for the for in, for the race as well. And that was helped by Ewan Brown and John Yells. So well done to those guys too. And. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think in the other the, the ladies race we had um, we had Miranda Grant who was running uh, and I don't actually know what place she was, but uh, yeah um, yeah I don't know actually I'm, I think I'm looking at the wrong one. Uh, sorry, folks, I actually don't know the results. <laughs> we are having an absolute disaster just now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, blame it on the heat. It's like the railway. The TRS is also shut down by the by the heat. Well, if you don't have those results, then what we can do is we can push on. We've got uh, there was on the track. We also had some Scots in action on the weekend at the anniversary game. So there was not only within the in action, but we had some Scottish records fell, which was ace. So on the I guess the probably the biggest hitter was Andy Butcher in the five thousand, and Andy was fifth, but importantly ran thirteen oh six, which bests his own. Scottish record which was previously 13.08 and he ran that at the Rio Olympics in the in the 5000 final so really great to see Andy and he mixed he's in the mix which is really exciting is he really in the mix in that race so he's now he's talking about getting faster of course Andy being a uh, another TRS interviewee he's talking about getting faster pushing on and and looking at breaking 13 minutes so really exciting to see how he shapes up ahead of the world champs later in the year we also had on the certainly on the first day Laura Muir in action as well. Uh, cruised to a win, 3:58. Very very comfortable win there. Looked like she was she absolutely owned the German athlete um, uh, Klosterhaufen, which was which was good. I'm gonna go back to the Andy Butcher now. His, I, I I watched the the race with Debbie and, and Lewis, my coach. She came round with uh, to see Wee Logan and. I'm I, I, I'm appalled by the commentary 
of Andy Butcher on his result there. Now, he got the Scottish record. There was no mention of that. I think, again, I could be wrong here, but I think his result was the third, the third fastest 5K on the track ever. I could be wrong, but I've got a feeling... By, by what? By a Scottish athlete? No, by uh, he got a Scottish record by in the UK, is it not? Ooh, that's a big claim. That's a that's a that's a big claim. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm, I, I'm, uh, anyway, I, but what what I'm what I'm appalled about, right? Is we'll find out that anyway. But the, to get a Scottish record is amazing. Um, from it be so far high up in that now when. You know, you rewind back a few years ago when we had absolutely no distance runners in the UK um, scene for males, and we've got, a, you know, we've got a few of them now, and and you've obviously got Mo, and 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 we've got Butcher, who's starting to come back to real, real form. Um, now, you know, we chatted about Kyle Langford last week, right? Yeah. So, just bear in mind, like, and Andy, there was not, he, he got, he got a mention. From the commentators, and that was it. Like, oh, he got he, he got a PB or something like that. That was it. Nothing. That, and then it just that that there was no other chat about Andy. I don't even know if he got an interview, right? Kyle Langford, right? So Kyle has assaulted an official. He's competing in the Diamond League or the the London Anniversary Games. He gets a pre-interview, and he's racing the 800 meters. He comes second last in his 800 meter race. Gets a post-interview, and there's all this attention focused on Kyle Langford for a, a, a fairly, you know, it was at, what, a 145 for the 800? It might have even, yeah. been, you know, it's not a bad time, but um, and, and for Andy Butcher to get a Scottish record, a much more significant, a, a much significant time um, gets absolutely nothing. I just thought it was horrendous. Like, Steve Cram could have done a lot better in terms of you know, saying that time that he got was a Scottish record. It's one of the fastest times it's been for a UK athlete, and other than Mo Farah, for a long time, got yeah. absolutely jacked for it. I was, I, I was just I, appalled by it. I think the problem was, I mean, I watched it as well. I, I think the problem was it was a, it was, a, and I, sometimes the BBC get accused of bias. It was a very good race at the front yeah. with Inga Britson. Was genuinely an interesting race to watch. Yeah. So I think that that was probably. I'm not. I'm not defending them. I'm. I'm I, see, I. I totally see your point. I think that's probably why they were maybe not going on about it. The Kyle Langford. I agree with you there. That I thought the coverage was out of. I'm surprised he was given. I was. I was disappointed he was even competing to be quite honest. But the 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 coverage he got was was ridiculous. I, I yeah. I, I just couldn't. I just didn't understand why he had so much time. Now I'm just looking at the. I've just looked at the power ten just now, and uh, Mo Farah. For, from Power 10, so I don't know if this is as, as accurate as it could be, but looking at what I see here, Mo Farah, 12.53, David Moorcroft, 13 minutes flat, Andy Butcher, 13.06. Yeah, that's impressive. So that's, that's crazy. So there was no, nothing about that. Now, I, I, I'm just I'm just appalled by that. There's no mention of that. Surely Steve Cram would have, would have, should have piped up about that. He's a distance runner. He's a middle yeah. distance runner. Like, but there was all this focus on Kyle Langford doing, and oh, well done for coming second last in, a, in an 800 metres. You just yeah, assaulted an official. He shouldn't be getting that exposure. Agreed. I think yeah, it's that, appalling. I really, that, do you it know, really angered me. Oh, I, anyway. I, no, I've no, that's, I've, do you know, you, when I've got the all-time rankings up now as well. Bloody hell. I, no, I didn't realise that was, that, that his time 
was that quick. I'm surprised not more's not been made of that. That's amazing. Exactly. That's incredible. Like, I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I guess I, I guess I, I, again, I'm not defending. It. He was already the third fastest of all time, but yeah. I, I still think you're absolutely right. It still warrants. Uh, it warrants. It should have warranted mention. It, it should have even warranted. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Did you get an interview post interview? I don't think there is, did. Yeah, there is. I've watched it. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and but it wasn't on. You're right. It wasn't. It wasn't live, which was not good. Um, yeah, that is terrible. That really is. That's. Pure. I think it's, it's it's terrible. Yeah. Um. But anyway, that's. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna calm down now, Tom. It's it's just. Hmm. I I I think it's just because it's a, it's a Scottish athlete. He's done really well, and uh, there was nothing on BBC at all. Third fastest UK all time, and yeah, there was crazy. not a pipe about it. But there was a pipe about Kyle Langford coming second last in the race, the week before assaulting an official. But it's drama, oh. isn't it? I I, yeah, I I totally agree with you. But it's people love that. They want to people. Everyone was wanting to, yeah. And I agree. Yeah. I I, I tell you, we'll, we'll come on to Luke Trainer. But I mean, the Kyle Langford is a lucky boy. How he's well, got he's got a, he's got a grand fine and he's got a day of community service, which involves helping out junior athletes or something. I mean, it's an absolute joke that you can behave like that and get and be a lot and get off that free. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think it's it's terrible. It's just a terrible example for young kids, actually. That yeah. you know, yeah, that'll be. Oh, we'll just gloss over that. Yeah. So, so I suppose that that kind of meanders us right into the well, trainer. Then, ju- uh, just just to avoid being doing a BBC and not talking about the results. Just to finish on that, we also had a great run from Lindsay Sharp. We ran really well on Sunday in the 800. Um, she she beat a strong field and she I think she ran. So one, she went under two minutes anyway. So I think she's shaping up really well, and I, I would hoping that she might shape up for the certainly get make the team for the U, the world champs at the UK trials. Uh, Gemma Riki as well running really well, which was cool. Is there anyone I've missed that that was uh, that we had running? I don't think so. Anyway, it was, it was good to see some Scottish athletes out there. We, we I did start touching on Laura. Muir, I mean, Laura's world-class. We know that. She just oh, cruised to that win. She Absolutely just cruised in control that last lap. Yeah. 57 seconds. Jeez, oh. That is incredible. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's, it was good. So it was a good. It was actually a really good meet, the Diamond League. I really, yeah, enjoyed, was, I really enjoyed watching it. Really good results. Um, so, uh, talking about results now, I, I, you're right. You know, I don't want to... It's, uh, you know, don't want to isolate anyone. So, I've got the results up. I was looking at the wrong article, folks. Sorry about that. The ladies' results for the Snowden race. We actually had Jacob's sister, Scout, who was fifth overall in the Snowden International um, and closely followed, well, not really, but 45 seconds behind was Miranda Grant in sixth, Jill Makura uh, in 11th overall, and 13th place was Louise Mercer. And they were second overall as, as a team, so well done to them. There you go. Just to finish, sorry, we're, we're jumping forward and backwards here. I'm, I knew there was someone I'd missed. Beth Dobbin, 200 meter Scottish world, uh, Scottish record. Yeah, yeah. Which was a huge result. It was. Um, now, where was that? She, she did that at the Diamond League, is that right? At the anniversary games, yeah. Yeah, I think so, I missed that one, but. Yeah, so that was really good to see. So, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Beth, she ran uh, 22.50, and, you know, She's another one. She's come back from injury, so absolutely fantastic. And then on Sunday, the other result that we hadn't talked about was Jake Whiteman, who went third. Who was third? He ran 3:52 in the in the mile, and is now the second fastest Scot of all time over the mile distance, which is amazing. 
Wow, so, yeah, yeah, really, really good day uh, for the Scottish athletes. Chris O'Hare was seven three fifty three. With Josh Kerr eighth, also in three fifty three, and Neil Gurley in four oh five. I actually thought Josh Kerr might go quicker. He looked like he he went out pretty uh, well at one point, but it looked looked he looked a bit sluggish to me. But that maybe I'm it's a hell of a time. So oh yeah, so so yeah. Well, let's talk about the. The, the nitty gritty, the, the main, well, I say they're not the main news, it's quite sad news actually, isn't it? Um, yeah. The, so we had Luke Trainer on the show, God, it must have been a, a episode number 40 or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, last, yeah. It was last year, yeah. Yeah. So do you want to chat about this? Have you got the article up? Or uh, I don't have the article up, I don't, I don't I don't but I can, I can chat about it. I mean, essentially, UK Athletics announced that uh, a Scottish athlete has failed the uh, UK anti-doping uh, te- testing, and it was Luke Trainer who they've got. So you, that was the news we saw was that he, that he'd failed uh, a test, and then he's come out with his own statement, which I'm sure you have in front of you, essentially saying that he's uh, he's he made a mistake and he's taken a he's taken a recreational drug. Yeah, that's it. So I'll, I'll read the article for you. Um, actually, yeah, have I got it here? I think I do. Uh, so here's the article that he posted on Twitter. I was notified recently by letter from the UKAD, uh, the UK Anti-Doping, um, that I had that I had have been charged with a violation of the UK Athletics Anti-Doping Rules for gonine or something like that. I think that's how you would say it. A metabolite, a metabolite of cocaine. This was devastating news for me, and I take full responsibility for it. I've made an incredibly stupid and uncharacteristic mistake, and for that I am deeply sorry. I am sorry to my family, friends, coaches, sponsors, and anybody who has supported my progress at any stage of my career. I want to make it completely clear that my violation was in no relation to sport or enhancing performance. This happened as a one-off and in a purely social situation with a drug I should never have taken. I have cooperated fully with all relevant bodies and will now face the severe consequences, the extent to which is still... uh, yeah, it's still not certain, but could be up to four years ban. I live a life, sport and lifestyle to compete. Athletics is my passion. It's all I think about, and it's what gets me out of bed each morning. I'm yet to come to terms with the fact that I've ruined this for myself with one senseless act. Over the last three weeks, I have had time to reflect on just how much this has, has and will continue to affect my life. I do not seek sympathy. I have accepted my mistake. I need to fully come to terms with the final punishment. I only ask that people understand that this was a stupid mistake, had nothing to do with trying to enhance performance, and in fact had the opposite effect. So there you go. That's the 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 article or the statement from Luke. So what do you so, make of that? I, I'm really disappointed, to be honest. Um, he's someone who you know, I don't know, Luke. We we spoke to him on the podcast. He's, you know, he's struck. He's a, clearly a talent, and you know, he's he he's he's been an idiot. I mean, I. I I don't understand. I always think this about footballers when you hear, you know, you see photos of them on crazy nights out. I know we talk about beer miles and that on here, but I think we're all, you know, we always we say that in jest. We're not out, you know, you and I are not out boozing all the time. We, you know, we both try and live a reasonably healthy lifestyle, and we're not pro runners. So a professional runner, what is it? What earth he's doing, putting himself in a situation where he, you know, he's even around cocaine is ridiculous. And the fact that he's taking it is, for me, is uh, inexcusable. Um, yeah. I've got, I've got no, and I know he's not looking for it, but I've got no sympathy for it. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I mean he's been fairly, um, you know, fa- fairly understandable. You know, he understands 
that he's in the wrong and he's not he's admitted it, admitted it. I mean some people would, would perhaps deny it. So uh but yeah it's just quite sad for me that so especially a Scottish top runner has has resulted in in potentially getting a doping ban. Um now in terms of the actual punishment this is where it comes down to. He could potentially face up to four years uh, ban for, for what he's done. Now, I, I think there's a, a bit of an argument. It's that if he has, he's, he's taken cocaine, if that's what he's taken, um, is in its, if, uh, within a social situation, should it be more lenient? Or should it be the same, or or what? Do you know? Is it is it significantly performance enhancing what he's taken? Yeah, but for me, there's two parts to it. There's a performance enhancing part, and apparently it's not. But on the other hand, right, he's a, he is an ambassador for athletics in Scotland. Yeah. Now, if you give him, if you let him off, or give him an easy ride, it sends out a terrible message to youngsters and athletes in Scotland that that you know taking cocaine is acceptable. Taking cocaine should is not acceptable. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being a bit of a I don't know. Some people might say boring, but for me it's it's unacceptable. I also I'm pretty sure. Correct if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it used to be a police officer. I'm pretty sure possession of cocaine is illegal. Well, I mean, if you you, you talk you talk about that, I mean, Kyle Langford got away with it, didn't he? A thousand pounds to a charity and uh, for assaulting a, an official and he's not getting agree, any but... ban and he's having to do one day of community service now. Should should he not get some sort of ban from the sport? He's an ambassador guess, to the sport, isn't he? Yeah, I, I think he should. I think he should get a ban. But I think the two subjects are slightly different in the sense. Luke Trainer has broken rules. I'm not sure Kyle Langford has broken any rules. He's he's behaved terribly. But Luke Trainer, I mean, I tell you what. Right now, if I I take an annual medical for my job, I'd be sacked if I was uh, if I if, if I failed a drugs test for cocaine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, so why, you, why should why should an athlete be any different? He should be stripped of his license. He should be banned for a period. I don't know. I'm not sure how long. The main punishment, which is not coming from British athletics, will be loss of sponsors because surely no one's want to go want to go associate themselves with with him in the short term. No, it's just I, it's stupidity. It is, and I think he, he he understands that. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know why he did it. Like, surely if he was doing what he was doing, would he not? We do not think. Hold on, I could get a, a, a doping test, and I could be out the sport, you know. So I'm on UK. I'm on the the gov.uk here. So you can get a fine or a prison sentence if you take, carry, make, or sell or deal drugs. And for possession of cocaine, you can get up to seven years in prison, right? Now, he obviously, you know, he hasn't been caught with it on him, but he's 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 admitted to taking it. I'm not, and I'm not, you know, I'm not suggesting he gets a prison sentence. Don't get me wrong, but I'm suggesting he's, you know, it's it's not just. There's so many areas here where I think he's he's. It sets a terrible example is what what really gets me, and I I think as a result they should they should uh, Scottish athletics need to be strong here and throw the throw the book at him. Well, it's not Scottish athletics; it's British athletics, isn't well, it? Well, British British athletics, sure, in terms of ban, but I mean, Scottish athletics need to be careful in how they associate with them because the Scottish athletics do a very good job of promoting their athletes and and you know celebrating their success and and whatnot. And uh, I don't know; I just think uh, it's really disappointing. He had such a good opportunity in front of him, and you know he's ruined it. And uh, you know, if if I doubt he does, but if Luke does listen to this, I'm I'm really sorry to hear that that's ha- that this is happened but you know my sympathy is I don't have any sympathy I think it's uh, 
he's made a he's made a horrendous mistake. And I, you know, I think that the main gist is he's gonna what what will come to him, he'll he'll accept and he'll. He's already said, you know, he's not wanting sympathy from what he for what he's done. Um, so yeah, I haven't got any sympathy for him. Um, you know, you make mistakes, you, you learn from them, and, and hopefully, if he gets a, a fairly lenient sentence, if it is a ban he gets, um, you know, he can bounce back and, and become a better, stronger athlete for it and put the past behind him, um, like some of the other athletes have done. And you know, I, I think that the, the downside is it's always going to there's always going to be a, a shadow uh, of, of, of the past, which other people will, will perhaps um, always think about, which is a shame. So, I'm just going to put this out here, just because I, and I genuinely don't know, and I keep reading it everywhere, but I, I thought, I don't understand this. You may know, you may not know. Cocaine, are we sure that the, what, he got, what he got tested positive for isn't performance enhancing? Because it, why is it, if it's not, why is it on the WADA list? I don't know. I mean, well, alcohol is not in the performance. Caffeine is that not? If you have too much caffeine, that's in the performance enhancing list, isn't it? But it, I, I pass. I don't know. I should I should have done some yeah. research. But what I also what also surprises me is, yeah, I'm sure you know. I'm sure that I, I I'm 100 percent sure. I, I get I get the impression from his statement that he wasn't taking it for performance enhancing reasons. But there's a reason it was on that list. Surely, apart from the fact that it's an illegal drug. I think if I mean I, I you know I, I've never taken anything like that before and um, but what I know from 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 my own experience is uh, in the, mainly in the police at cocaine it's a it's a it's a fairly um, you know you, you get a real energy boost from it and uh, it's what they used to put in coke didn't they Coca Cola <laughs> for and babies used to take it was that not right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was actually. I think it could be for the opposite effect that it calmed him down. I don't. I don't really know actually. So anyway, I don't know. That's that's my. That's what I'm going to say. There's no point in me making assumptions or something that I'm not clued up on. Um, but yeah. Anyway, well, other than have we have we finished the, the chat? I think chat? we. I think, I think we have. I mean, to be honest, we probably yeah we've talked about it a fair bit, but a few people did message us about it. So that's our position on it, folks. <laughs> TRS runs clean. Yeah, we run clean, exactly. And, you know, we we have the odd beer too, but, you know, that's that's about it. Eh? You know, exactly. we're, it's, it's all, all we need to, to keep us happy. Indeed. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, other than that, we, we did say that we're going to try and keep this short, didn't we? Because we've got, we uh, we've we've got, got a big, one, big we've weekend got one more, ahead of us. We do, but we've got one more bit of news that I think that we should share because we've got a couple of... Well, Heavily biased from my side, but a couple of other TRS listeners. So, um, Scottish Athletics the last week announced their marathon project, which is a. Uh, I didn't forget about this, Tom. Mate. Oh, I, did you I not? Gonna, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I, was just, I was just putting it in there, like we need to get going, like you know, before uh, fun. before before Debbie shouts at me and Logan starts crying. So. Yeah. Well, we can cut. <laughs> we can cut. We, we can cut the. We've got a listener email. We can cut that. We can save that for next week. Yeah, that that's true. So so what? Yeah, congratulations to to everyone involved. I think it's a great um, it's a great thing, a great initiative that Scottish Athletics have come come up with, um, and it's great to see some of our our own uh, you know interviewees on it, our own close uh, friends and family. Uh, so who's so I haven't got the list in front of me. So who's on that list? So the list is. The list is uh, the men. There's more. There's more on the men's side than on the women's side. Uh, sorry, there's more on the women's side than the men's side. I'm not quite sure 
I don't know. I'd, I don't. I'm not quite sure what the selection criteria was, or whether it's on, you know, a, a potential, or whether it was, you know, people they know are going to run a marathon or not. But uh, on the and there's a couple of bigger names who are not on it because I think they're funded maybe at a higher level. Um, but on the on the marathon list is for certainly on the men's side, Mike Crawley from Christophen, who we've seen run a strong marathon. Sean Fontana, who we're getting on the show soon. Sean's stepping up to the marathon. Cameron Milne, Central AC. Uh, Kenny Wilson, who we've had on the show, who's run strong half marathon, is stepping up this year to Frankfurt, which he announced on the TRS Christmas special. Dead. Nicky Nicky Johnson, who is a Nicky's like a two twenty one guy, perhaps. I met Nicky at the Frankfurt marathon at the finish. I had a brief chat with him. I met and, him at the Lump and ten k. Oh, even even ago. better. And this is when I was red, you know, on on fire. Not I say I wouldn't say on fire, but for me, I was on fire when it came to ten k road races. And uh, he, I ended up doing having there was. I had a good run, and he ended up the last hundred meters. He slipped and fell and broke his foot—not his foot, his oh, uh, his finger—and he, he was like, "Well done!" And he, he shook my hand with a, a broken finger. It was hilarious. It wasn't hilarious, but he was still laughing. At, you know, he was quite quite uh, light-hearted about it. But uh, he still got up and ran a 33-minute 10k on that course. So, so yeah, it was quite. That's my uh, experience. And, and Nick is actually from not far from is, where I'm from. Uh, is it he lives in he lives in Germany now, but he, I think yeah. he's a teacher, and uh, his parents live in the forest, so there you go. So he's on it, and then the last man on the list is Craig Ruddy, Inverclyde, who we know we saw Craig run a, a strong marathon last autumn, which is good. On the women's side, Fiona Bryan, uh, Metro Aberdeen, which is excellent news. I'm, I've known about this for a while, so it's really cool to, to speak about it on the podcast. She's oh, yeah. chucked the bits, and Fiona, of course, is running Berlin Marathon, and I think she's... I think, I think hopefully you're going to shape up and really run a time that she that she's capable of um, better than a PB, which is which will be good. Steph Davis, Clapham Chasers. We talked about her on the podcast before. Steph ran a sensational 2:32 in London, well deserving of this. Holly Reese, uh, who's a, a US-based runner. We've talked. I think she talked a couple of times about her here. She's run a really strong half. She ran 74 or 75 minutes. Avril Mason, Shelston, who was bronze at the Scottish 10 miler, and she ran 2:42, I think, in London. Shona McIntosh, HBT, who has got form in the past, she ran low 240s. Ailey Bell, I don't know much about Ailey. Team Bath, Claire Bruce, Metro Aberdeen, who's making the step up to the marathon this year at Loch Ness, so that's really exciting. Annabelle Simpson, Fife AC, another one who's running strong halves, and Gemma Rankin, who is. Kilbarkin, who's who's got uh, who's got a good history at the half and the marathon in the past, so really exciting group to see them all go on this project, which is all about trying to support the, uh, the marathon distance and and with the aim of getting two full teams at the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham in 2022. So how, how just a few questions for me? How are they supported? So they are, I'm I'm pretty sure I can say. So they're basically, I mean, from certainly from Fiona's perspective, it's. It's uh, funding in form of support, so physio funding. So it's yeah, okay. it's not like a, you're not funded as such, but you can claim you know support on things like physio. So it's uh, and I think in the long, my understanding is in the longer term there may be opportunities for races or or training or something that, yeah. that may come along. Okay. Um, because actually the program, at, I mean I think within those runners you've got a tier one and tier two, but the program itself has got I don't know what they're calling it, whether it be a performance level or something above. But of course you've got guys like uh, the Hawkins brothers, you've got Del Rey, Steph Twelve, who are you know operating at a slightly higher, a significantly higher level. So it's really interesting and it's actually really exciting because if you think about it, the women's side anyway, you've also got the likes of. Uh, Eilish McColgan, Mary McLennan, who may step up over the coming years. So, 
really exciting time for marketing in, in Scotland. Yeah, I think it's great. So the Robert Hawkins, so Callum and Derek's dad, uh, of uh, they're they're going to be leading the program, I believe, for the next few years. Yeah, which is good. You know, someone like that is is great to have um, in terms of advice and, and to to share that best practice and uh, processes and things. So uh, I'll be a bit interesting to see how things form from it. My only frustration is, and I think Scotland makes made a mistake here, is where is Chris Richardson on that list? Oh, I know, yeah, where is I mean, he? That's where, oh, yeah. I mean, Rico's a man on the rise. He's going to run 220 next year. Exactly. Why is he not on this list? Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you never know. There might, there might be another opportunity for me. Yeah. So that's really in cool. In the third so, tier, then. You can go in the third, in the third tier. third tier, yeah. <laughs> but what, what, we should start a TRS marathon project. I mean, exactly. You could be on that. Well, we've already started with the TRS uh, Strava Club, so... Yeah. But it's really cool, and I think... What's cool about it is I, th- I think they've all, they're all committed to running a marathon either this year or, or at the latest spring next year. So it's a bunch of Scottish runners who, who are going to have to p- go out there and, and run some time so, yeah. or, or, or risk getting a cull. So that's cool. Right, yeah, I like it. It's, it's great news. So Well done. Well done, everyone. Great stuff. What so, else have we got before I rudely cut you off there? Well, I, I think that's it. I mean, we, uh, I think it is, yeah. we've got one runner's rant uh, that you, you might want to chat about and then we'll, we'll head off, eh? So the runners rant we got, which is from an anonymous source, and we'll uh, we'll it's maybe I can comment on this next week. So it's quite an interesting one now. Is why do hill and trail runners think they are so cool? Well, I'm going to turn that around and go. Why do track runners think they're so cool? Track athletes. So oh, this they're game bouncing about doing their drills and with their caps on their massive oversized headphones, and and you know in the zone and get. It. T- telling everyone to get out of my track and look at that Kyle Langford boy he's yeah, a great example of somebody who thinks it. he's cool enough to that's my it's my track and I don't know but I think I, I think the rant came I, more I'm, from I'm pretty defensive here because I, I, I feel uh, this is targeted at me and it's I'm not, not I, 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 and I think I'm it's, cool I know I'm cool but uh, <laughs> I think it's no it's targeted more at the general population who are like who, who instant bang on social media about like they did a trail race, the whoop to do, but actually, there's a. It's like it's boring to go out and just do uh, a 5k flat and hard, you know. Well, that, I'm, I'm going to say, I mean, Instagram, road, running on the road, taking an Instagram picture of a parked car with you in the, you know, <laughs> in the background isn't as cool as running up a hill, taking a picture with all the, this beautiful scenery and the, the, you know, no civilization whatsoever other than other than the, the pure form of running. So that's so. the challenge then for our road running. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to rejoin that club next week. Of the, I can't wait to get back on some beautiful tarmac. Oh, is, yeah, the, is how do we make that look good on Instagram? I'm going to work on that and get some, some uh, sexy road running shots. Some sexy potholes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some, some, uh, you know, this is a, I'm, I'm going to do a, a Kyle ramble here, but I've got, there's a, a track, this team in the States, the... Uh, um, Northern Arizona Elite, NAZ Elite, and they've got a set. They put all their sessions online. They've got a, set, a hill session. They call. I say okay, but it is on the road. I should add, and they. It's all about getting to the the guardrail. You know, in the end of on like a steep corner, a sharp corner on a road, you've got like a a rail that protects the side, and uh, it's all about making the guardrail. And I've got a hill rep I do in West Hill, and it's all about running to the guardrail. So that's going to be number one photo for me is a photo of that guardrail, a beautiful, sexy oh, guardrail yeah. <laughs> next to some double yellow lines. <laughs> yes. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, so any folk who live in the city, get your pictures out, and I'm sure there'll be beautiful ones that you could post there. And all you have to do, folks, if you've got Instagram, you want to take pictures of this, just uh, hashtag Tartan Running Shorts. Exactly. And then we'll we'll be and able we'll to share catch it. up. We'll share it exactly as well. We're not going to go on Instagram, but uh, you can also you can you can tag us uh, at uh, Kyle Gregg and and Tom Bryan, and, and we'll we'll be sure to. To chat about it next week, and we'll... but you know, if you if you hashtag Tartan Running Shorts on uh, on Instagram, you can actually follow that hashtag. Oh right, all right. So use that hashtag, even though we're not on Instagram. Use that hashtag, and people can people who follow that uh, will be able to see all the various Tartan Running Shorts posts. Well, I'm looking forward to it then. Let's get that up. Right. So other than that, folks, I think our rants are over. We do have a couple more, but we're going to save them in the bank for the the Tartan Shorts uh, gusset for next week. <laughs> so Very if you good. want to get in touch with us folks we we have an email address tarnrunningshorts at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook at tarnrunningshorts on our twitter handle which is at tarnshorts and we also have a website that's www.tarnrunningshorts.com so and also folks we must add again the strava club join uh, and we can see who who listens and, and follows yes and track your progress too so yeah, other than that, Tom, uh, I will see you tomorrow for a wee, uh, a wee Ben Rinnis, a Ben Rinnis showdown, no doubt. Indeed. Eh? So tune in next week, listeners, and you'll to to hear the result. We'll try and get it up sharp so you can you're not waiting too long for the news because oh, the results probably won't be online. No, no doubt. Yeah, we'll have to get them from the organizer in, in handwritten form. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, right, folks. See you next week. Bye.